Welcome everybody to the Tipped and Stiffed podcast with your host Cade Almaraz and Jared Sturridge. Today is a very lovely day with a very lovely guest. Let's give it up for Cade Kozak. Yes, yes, yes. Wonderful. Say hello, Cade. Hi, guys. Now, don't be confused. There's two Cades on the podcast today. The, this Cade is the Cade spelled with the cool letter, and the other Cade is the guy who spelled with the with the C letter that looks like Sadie. elbows. We're just gonna call you Kozak. I'm cool with the last name Kozak. That's what my band teacher called me. He was like, "Hey, double K, hey, Kozak." He wasn't from Boston, but he sounded like it. Interesting. That's funny when there's certain people who have like an accent that sounds like it's from a movie yeah. or from another part of the country and yeah. they're like, where are you from? And they're like, Racine. I'm from Jersey. So I'm like, from Jersey. I'm from Elgin. From you sound Bi- like you're from Boston. a movie. <laughs> what, what, Tulsa? What's Am I in a TV what, show? What? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, but yeah, we, uh, it's great to have you. We, uh, it is. We did a podcast with you before <laughs> and this one is actually coming out at a later date because... Um, I'm a great producer and ruined the first one, which was like two hours and 45 minutes long, which how upsetting. It was a pretty long run, but, um, yeah. we could probably replicate it. Um, we did get a later start, I think, but, um, I don't know. I've got a lot more energy. Maybe we can order some pizza. <laughs> Fuck, now you've got ideas. <laughs> now he's got ideas. Now he's got ideas. Yeah. See, nobody yeah. else has come back a second time. I've come back a second time, so <laughs> I've got more to do with now. <laughs> well, it's almost yeah. nice, because we, we didn't know you really before the first time we recorded, so it's almost, it's, we... We Some actually better. had very lo- a very interesting conversation the first time we recorded, and Many. we got to know each other pretty yeah. well. And we, you know, we disagree on things, but like we're both coming from the same good-hearted place, to yeah. say the least. Absolutely, yeah. which is nice. Mm-hmm. Nice to be on that level. Sometimes we haven't met. Right. We haven't had a guest who's more negative than me, though. We haven't done that one yet. <laughs> Which, at least about as many things as you're negative about. Yeah. There's some people who are more negative about things than you are, but everything else they're idealistic about. There's not an ounce of idealism in your body. But no, that it'll, be, not it'll be interesting when we get there, though. But yeah, but will. you know, Kate, you you give off a very very positive energy. <laughs> you're not a scared. You know, you're a guy that looks like they'll give you a good hug. I like I believe it or not I looked into like what makes a good hug a good hug because I I've given I've been given some really bad hugs before I don't know if you've ever been given a bad yeah, hug but it, yeah, it hurts the yeah. soul it's a few yeah the blood pressure rises I'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it either feels fake or like forced or like it, like they're they're twisting something with your head and it's like no I don't want this I don't want this hug this is not a good hug you're holding something in your hand the, and it's like the worst awkward. The worst one is the awkward side hug. Oh, I hate side hugs. Those are bad. It's not good. Just go for it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's such a thing, especially with like, like, uh, uh, at least it took me a while with my male companions were like affectionately giving each other a hug because you genuinely <laughs> love each other. There's a wall there. Mm-hmm. It definitely it so erodes like, after they're time. They're like, well... No, you go. I was <laughs> no, not going. I, no, I, 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 I wanted to hear what you were saying. Sometimes I just like make noises. <laughs> Sometimes I just make. No, there's like there's like a wall there that erodes after over time. But uh-huh. you both have to agree that we're gonna break down this wall slowly <laughs> and give each other a hug because it's like fine. Each day it gets like a little closer to like face and face or like right. chest and chest. <laughs> <laughs> it starts exactly. off like 
side inside, and then it slowly makes its way to like crotch and crotch. Just oh, yeah. And then it gets interesting. Then your belts wrap around each other, and it's yes. a, it's a whole ritual. <laughs> now, Cade, what exactly is it that you do? <laughs> Not much. How about you? Interesting. Interesting. No, I I don't I don't really try to I don't try to tie myself down with like one thing. I do a lot of things. <laughs> um, I I try to uh, I try to just um play music with uh the people in town that are available mm -hmm. uh and then like just try to learn as much as i can about the music industry currently i, I don't know it's a pretty broad pretty broad question i feel a bad question no it wasn't no there's no bad question it was a, it was a, it, it wasn't it, a bad not question a, not a bad kidding. question just people get confused it's okay it's hard to ask, it's hard to ask the question when we've already asked you that question a week ago and we've n talked to you a lot since so <laughs> so I, I do feel like you guys already but they know need what to happened, hear it. but you guys need to know what happened um it, it, what specifically well I think one thing that's interesting about you is you going to I know you haven't had too much experience with it but you're excited to get back into uh Berkeley Berkeley music school for music right yeah, I'm kind of excited for uh, going back out there. Um, I'm not really sure if I'm going to be going to the actual conservatory. I think I might try to do business classes online and focus more so on just playing with the groups and the people that are there. Um, my idea with formal education has never really been about like, you know, having to sit through for a degree. I feel like if there's an opportunity that could arise in between that, then you should take that opportunity mm. because, mm -hmm. you know, I. I the only real point of having a degree would just be kind of like a medal of honor but also a good medal of honor is you know getting your name out there by doing some work mm -hmm. right would you play with like a well because along that journey like you can opportunities could be playing with certain kinds of groups so like would you play with a certain kind of because there's like concert groups jazz yeah. groups there's ensembles things like that i don't know everything they have at berkeley but what um, what are you gravitated towards? There's like tons of levels. It's like a it's a, it's an ecosystem in itself almost. Mm. There's like anywhere from buskers playing out there on, on the streets just for like you know small change to you know full orchestra concert hall you know people that have acoustic guitarists. Um, I'm not sure if I'd be able to ever be up to that level. I might be more on busking on the streets. <laughs> I might be that guy for a little bit. I don't know. Hopefully not too much, but. I'd hopefully be able to play with like some of the more jazz groups, um, maybe some of the like restaurant gigging, because um, they get treated better out there than I, I guess other areas. But I mean, I haven't experienced it myself. It might change after COVID. Who knows? Hmm. Is it hard to get into Berkeley? That I that I don't. I mean, like I I would assume yes. Um, but I was very thankful to have a lot of uh, helpful and powerful people in my life to help me get me there. Powerful. The yes. Bush family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Epstein was like my biggest helper. Yeah. Oh, I knew he was a Maxwell. Wow. I could see in his face he's a Maxwell. Hey, hey Maxwell Cozad. <laughs> no, um, my band director was very passionate about music and pushing his students. Uh, and then my next band director was uh, also pretty passionate um, too. So I, they both kind of like made sure that I was advancing as like who did you have position. i'm curious mr wheelie was the cool. first guy i had and the next i had mr creedeman and i think he's from he was at lincoln but he then he went lincoln? to lance okay. and then he okay went he was to at lance i thought he did ITA. Go to lance. yep 
Interesting. Did you guys ever have him at Lance, or did you guys? You know weren't him at in Lance? band, right? I was like, that's for nerds. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's I was for in... nerds. And then, and the funniest what? part was, is I went to a tech school, yeah. and fought robots. So, I, I'm not a nerd. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, it was like I'm it was. A, like, I'm a different breed. I, well, I had a really, I had Engineer. a really bad ego. And I still do, but maybe it's a little more practical now. Uh, at least back then, I was like, I'm the best. And I look around, and then eventually I woke up, and I was like, I'm not good at, like, anything. <laughs> I like but, that. I've got a practically large ego. That's that's a that's a good way to describe yeah. something. Well, you have to look. I think it's <laughs> something. I was explaining, like, there was someone um, who was talking to me. They were, like, they were like, I feel like I'm not good at anything. I'm like, well, I also didn't believe I was good at anything and then I worked hard and then got kind of good at something and then mm-hmm. you can be like I got one but for my with my with my thing with the whole band music I was like I was like well if you're gonna be a nerd you might as well go be a nerd that might make money mm-hmm. that's a good point <laughs> and then I was like I'm gonna make a podcast and drop out of school <laughs> so it looks like it could bit hey, me in the hey, ass we're in the same place motherfucker we came from two different roads <laughs> It didn't work but out. But I had, in middle school, I had Mr. Kriedemann. And oh, then very cool. I, I didn't go to ITA. No. So no. I didn't have Wheelie. Because Wheelie was at ITA before I got to high school. Anyway. I think he was there for uh, a long time. What would have been our... Oh, no, you're two years older than me. So mm-hmm. you, you would have had him for actually probably all four of your years if you went to if I went. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah the, Kriedemann was a great teacher. They were it, both it, really It was good. intense. It was an intense. It was like the first time that I knew like a teacher Whiplash? could be into. No, but I saw that movie right before I got into like jazz band in high school, and I was like, "Holy shit! What if that's what it's like?" That's but what I loved about Wheelie not. is that he talked about the movie Whiplash. <laughs> he like spoke out about it and was like, "That's a real negative movie." And if I ever had a band director like that, I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> like <laughs> he so just chill. exactly. <laughs> uh, he uh, took like a bunch of kids one day on like a field trip uh, like seniors or something to uh like take like a wheatgrass shot at uh a, whatchamacallit the the one juice place that was in front of target on like pleasant in pleasant prairie um oh because um, he said it would like give you brain boost and whatnot yeah that's why he was such a chill guy or whatever that's fucking was funny that's shots. a field trip you got to get like a parent form oh <laughs> uh, uh, no i don't think it, it might have been that much i don't know i wasn't there did you trip did you have a psychedelic experience <laughs> my teacher tripped me out on wheatgrass i didn't have <clears throat> i didn't in it. i didn't pick up the guitar until i was 16 and i didn't actually play until i was 17 really? or at least tried to and i got a teacher uh one of the music stores and she was very harsh but i liked it and she was like if i maybe didn't practice as much as i needed to she let me know Oh, she would just kind of like call out something that was like if it didn't sound good, she would just be like, "That sounds bad. You need to work on it." Yeah, she's be like like, straight up. Yeah, she was hard. She was like, she was like, "You didn't do that, did you?" I'm like, "No." (laughs) And then she's like, "Why don't we try again?" (laughs) That's a good kind of teacher to have. Why don't we try again? Softy. I I mean, maybe for some kids, yeah. For someone who's maybe undisciplined and maybe like admires that kind of thing, yeah. When I very undisciplined. Yeah. I, I, w- I was a little undisciplined at that age too, but Me when too. I had a teacher like act like that, 
I would uh, be like extra resilient and I, I, know I would double down on whatever I was doing that mm. upset them just because I didn't like authority like that. <laughs> I, I, I like those external factors. But I, but I get your point. I didn't, yeah. I didn't mind authority, authority if I felt like it was coming from a good, a better place. You know what I mean? Because she was really, she was a really good teacher and she had been playing for years and one of the crazy things that she would do is that she would take out sheet music and put it out and she'd be like, yeah, I'm trying to work on this and just go and like she would just, but not that, but it would be like, it wouldn't be like tapping or anything. It would be what she would not use a picture. She would use her fingers and it would be like perfect finger picking across like all the strings and it would sound beautiful and, the, and like the chords that she would change to were so complex but and she wasn't doing to like show off she was just like no here's she, what you could be doing no she was if you tried she more. no she wasn't showing off she was kind of like she was like off in a way a little <clears throat> bit she was maybe she was kind of she was very socially awkward and so for her, she would just be like, yeah, check out this thing and then just go. And I'd be like, that's so interesting. <laughs> get off topic and just be like, hey, I'm going to yes. show you a trick real quick. All right. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then I'd be like, check this out. And I've, I've been working on this and then it wouldn't like work in music theory perfectly. And she was really adamant about learning music theory and learning how to play at the same time. And she goes, she would always go like, uh, I would do something interesting and she'd be like, what did you do? I'd be like, I don't know. And she's like, well, maybe you should find out. And she's like, and then she would tell me and then she, she would, it would be really complex. I was like, I don't even know. And she's like, yeah, she's like, you can write music. You can do whatever you want. You know, it can be whatever you want, but like always make sure that you know, it's important to know that you know what's going on it even is. when other people don't. Mm -hmm. And it was very, it's a good lesson. It was in, and and I I was paying for the lessons by myself, so I had to like I eventually stopped because it was expensive, and I was working at, fucking like, I was working at, either a grocery store or KFC. What age did you guys start working at? I started working at sixteen. Uh, no, I started working. Yeah, 15, al almost. I, I worked. Really? I started working at fifteen. I haven't found anyone that's worked as uh, young as I have. Like I got my workers permit when I was twelve. Um, but I started like actually, and I started training when I was 12, but I started actually like going out into the field and being a, ca a caddy is what I was doing at uh, oh. 13. Smart. Wow. Did you make good tips? No. Really? I was a bad caddy. I was like, I was built like th that stick right there. Like I, I, I was, I was very, very small. Um, Can you hand me that stick right there? Don't want to interrupt the whole dead. Oh, really? Oh, pish posh. But um, yeah, it, it was. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I throw a British line there, but yeah, it was. It was a pretty, pretty crappy job. Pretty crappy job. I did. I started at KFC making seven thirty-five, and she would schedule me like twenty hours, twenty-eight hours a week. And I was like, I have to ride my bike here. <laughs> <laughs> I have school until like three thirty, lady. And she would be like, "Be here at four fifteen. I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> and I would work from four fifteen <laughs> to like nine thirty ten, and so I wouldn't I couldn't do my homework. And I'd be like, I would come in and be like, "Hey, I can't do that <laughs> anymore. <Yeah. laughs> I don't have like I'm at school all day. I can't do my homework at school." And she'd be like, "Okay." And then the next schedule would come around, it'd still be twenty eight hours. I'm like, I'm about to leave, and then eventually I quit. And I'm about to steal. 
I, it took me mm, until I think I, I was, that was in the middle of, I think that was like February. And then in the summertime, I worked at a grocery store and I did that for a year. And that was, that was like almost like 30 hours every week doing like high school. And I don't know how I made it work, but I did. And I used that to pay for my music lessons. And then I was like, this is hard. And I had AP <laughs> classes and I was like, yeah, I need money, but also I should study. And so I quit the grocery store and then I had to quit my class taking lessons eventually. And then I went off to school and that didn't work out either. Just saying Mozart composed his first symphony at like age five. So you're like pretty freaking pathetic for that. The same goes for, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it's we're all in the same boat in this room here. I should have been born with, I should have been born with millionaire parents. I was, I, I'm an embarrassed millionaire. <laughs> That's what I am. I, I knew that. I was meant to be in the elite, but I, something happened. Something happened when you were switching like different bodies in the, in the yeah. astral realm. Yeah. When my <laughs> soul realm. was looking for the vessel, it w like took a left at the right in the sense. Bumped into a tree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it is what it is. I'm working my way back. <laughs> next time, baby. Next time. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it is what it is. But, um, <sighs> On some positive news, they're going to be releasing a, a all-electric air jet in 2020, 2026. 2020, 2026. Tens of thousands of years from now, 2020, 2026. <laughs> no, actually, by 2026, they will have uh, a fully electric commercial jetline, though. Holy shit. For, uh, I think... Uh, Why? It's from Norwegia because of how bad jet fuel is for our atmosphere. So when that one hits a that. building, it won't burn, it won't make it <laughs> fall down. <laughs> Is this back to the bush thing? <laughs> Elon does nine eleven two. No, <laughs> could you imagine Norway? That would be hilarious if the second nine eleven happened with an electric plane. There would just be some irony in that. I don't know why. <laughs> and for the same reasons. Like, he tried to bring it so positive. He's like, isn't it great? We, like, we're healing. And I was like, what if 9-11 happened again? What if terrorists <laughs> use sustainable energy? Would it be bad still? Would it be bad still? <laughs> Would we still go to war? They're sending you, a message. Use green energy or we'll hit you with our plane. Yes. I want Gitmo to be, re, re, like, sustainable energy. <laughs> It's all electricity. They're just electrocuting their balls. <laughs> yeah, they're like torturing people, but they're like connected to the solar panels. <laughs> Thank you. It's almost like in Monsters Incorporated how they scare people and then use their screams yes. for energy. Yes. <laughs> They're going to use people's pain for energy. And yes. Life. You sound like There's you know like what you're talking about. smoke in the room. Is something burning? It's this. Oh, really? Yeah. It, no, it... it yeah, if you have like any sort of like it doesn't go anywhere, huh? No. There's no moving air in here. It's all dead air. <laughs> It'll move. <laughs> watch, watch. Look at you. Look at man. I'm a liar. But it is it is funny. You know so through water like this is strange. Yeah. Um, look. What do you think about All right, there's no music scene in Kenosha, but we like to pretend there is. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen to it? Um uh, I think it's opening up to a younger crowd, like with people like Jeremiah's band and uh, Lund, Lund, our good friends at Lund. Yes, 
uh, and uh, Floodplain. They uh, they're both pretty pretty young people who are releasing music, and I mean, I mean, we're talking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Talk closer to the mic. Just oh oh so yeah good. yeah. Keep keep going. Yeah. Oh, young people. Tr- I think yeah, young, people young people are. I mean, that's always what it's been, right? Uh, that's who. That's where they start. That's the Vertigo. Right? There's a that band Vertigo. They're yeah. they're only like sixteen. Two. They're young too. Yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah. Vertigo for sure. Um, I'm fine. Music, same boat. Mm-hmm. He's only like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, there's a lot of it's a lot of young people. Oh wait, you've had uh, I'm fine. No, no, we just know we want them. to. Yeah, that's yeah. Colton. I I've known him since middle school. We went on a New York trip with each other. Is he still making? He's oh, still cool. making music, right? I have no idea. Actually, I was I just think thinking about that like a couple days ago. I just listened ago. to one of his like that the the album that had like a yellow cover. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I thought it was I very. Talk to I, him. I I would love to have him on if he's still if he would want to. I think his music is good. We uh, talked to another band. Square they're, One. They're old, older. Um, Mountains on the Moon. I talked to him today. Ooh, that's a cool band name. Yeah, they're like, uh, I've seen them play live. They, they're, it's older rock music, but it's cool. I like. He's really nice. Is it like covers or is it like their own stuff? Uh, both. I think they do like. Ooh. I think they do. Um, they do gigs that are also like cover gigs. I'm, I believe. I'm not sure, but I, I, I know the bass player, and he's really nice. Mm. And so I asked him, like, hey, would you ever be interested? And he was like, yeah. So that's fun. I mean, the more the merrier. Like, I just, I, I want more guests because, especially guests that are here in Kenosha, just because, you know, who knows? But also, they probably have, it would just make them feel cool to, I think it just makes the fact that artists maybe being on a medium where it's, long term in the long form medium yes. where it's like people get to know you mm-hmm. it's not just about so what do you think of this and so mm-hmm. what do you think of that and what do you this and what do you that and it's like who gives a fuck let's talk about the real shit and like people <laughs> want to actually hear you know what i mean like yeah if you're gonna have a guest on like like actually talk to them like let's actually have a real conversation yeah, don't fucking underhand pitch everything to them you know like no. no, go deep. Yeah, like, like, might as well. That's what I mean. They're thinking. Everybody's thinking about these things. They're not just an artist, and you can only talk to them about music and art. Yeah, that, yeah. that's also it's, that is the weird thing about it. It's yeah. like we the, we do this for a lot of we want to do this for a lot of artists. Is this the branch off to the conspiracy segue? No, no, <laughs> no. So how the Egyptians built the pyramids? No, well, no. I just want to exa- stay tuned. But, but to. You know what I mean, though. Like, no, you're sometimes right. Sometimes, just That's... artists they think there's just music going on in their head. They're like, actually, there's a, a lot more mm-hmm. to them than mm-hmm. just that. And actually, you might not know where all their influence may come from. And it's actually fun to know that. And then you, sometimes you'll agree, and you can actually be closer. So that connection than you thought. So exactly, and I think that's good that like podcasts and you know media platforms and people care to like enough to ask those questions because artists at least i have have worried about like well i'm sure people that are actually like a lot more of a bigger bigger deal in the music industry have a lot more of this on their conscience but like what are people going to think about when they know more about you and like that isn't just like your music and you know maybe it's just some surface level thoughts it's almost Mm -hmm. like if you want to be in music and you don't want to worry about that it's almost you kind of Maybe it'd be a good thing to open that hatch immediately, in a sense, Yourself, like from the like get-go right of not yeah. being like surface. Just like you, maybe you do have like a podcast and you do music at the same time, so people mm-hmm. from the moment know what you're advertising. Exactly, as, and then you, 
you can kind of expose everything about you yourself, I mm-hmm. guess. You know, nothing's a secret. It's just like, yeah, we do this, we do that, and it is what it is. It's kind of like a blend between doing everything which you can't do and just doing a lot more than most people do, um, which is what you should try to strive to do. You just just try to do like a little bit more just in a way that's like still you. Like you don't mm-hmm. want to just kind of like make up things and look into things that you don't really care about just so you can seem like a more diverse, you know, thing like Mm -hmm. you should just be genuinely interested in those things and then take the time to look into it and when there comes a time to where you can talk about it that's when you do it isn't it ironic that Hmm. for like musicians and artists being such a uh uh, using such a medium of art that's very can be very exposing revealing emotionally emotionally Mm -hmm. right but some songs are so like deep and it's like, fuck, you really open up the void into that person's life. But then the simple thing of talking is, is forbidden. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. so strange to <laughs> yeah. me. It's like, oh yeah, let me make like crazy songs about, you know, my struggle with like my identity or, or like real problems that happen with my family or like growing up in extreme poverty. But by no means am I actually going to share with you my real opinions on the world, and I don't want an interview who's going to ask me that. Very weird. Mm-hmm. And it's almost sad because... Well, one's I mean, marketable, one's not. Very true. And and the thing is, is that it's sad because if you're in that position, if you are a bigger artist, it's like... You talk about being kind of at the will of the world when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't have all the power. You're kind of powerless in that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of, that's sad. It's, I admire the artists that take a stand against that and are like, no, when you ask me questions about my, you know, sexual life or my personal life or something like that, I'm, I'm normally going to dismiss them if they get too close. But if you ask me, like, what do I think about this social event that happened recently? And it was a pretty messed up event and someone got hurt or something like, and the artist speaks out about that for sure because... They, they know that something bad happened. Like, I, I appreciate that mm-hmm. when they're not like, yeah, I'm not going to make a big deal about some small relationship I had, but I'll make a big deal about a social issue that's going on because that's what really matters. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how you change what's marketable and what's not marketable. Yes. Yeah. I think it's, it's a, it's important to, to uh, make sure that artists are being cognizant of that power they have in that they really can influence uh, social norms and they are I think probably one of the probably the, gr- the group of people that does it the most yeah they're, I mean like they're trendsetters like people yes. look after them people will want to like and like, not just not things. just fashion or like like little aesthetics or like mm-hmm. ways to think like the way we talk about social issues or the way yes. that we even have an ad- the attitude that we have about it can how, be tr- set by that how strange is that like celebrities really aren't <clears throat> that but musicians and artists are like celebrities for the most part are just like it's cool that they're famous and they played a cool role that you like and whatever whatever but like chris pratt you know let's do a bigger one let's do like will smith versus billy eilish for the sake of trend setting it's billy eilish every time and even if you pick a younger one like uh, a younger big actor um which would be like charlamagne Timothy Timothy Charlemagne versus Billy Eilish. It's Billy again. Billy Eilish every time. Like why is? Well, how strange. He's You're, he's like strange. a subject. I guess the thing like a celebrity becomes just like a subject of conversation or of like meme, you know. But like an artist, like 
has, you know, they're a subject in that way too, but like people draw so much more from them. Mm-hmm. People aren't drawing the same things from like an actor as they would draw from a musician. No. Because I mean, everybody, you know, not everybody is engaging with that kind of, with like the same medium, but most people engage no. with music. The way you it. engage with music is also kind of like you are partaking in an experience where you're like, comparing maybe internally your own issues with maybe something that the artist might be talking about and whatnot. And so you're almost building a relationship with the artist, just one side. It's not like the artist is, I mean, they are actually a little happy that you're probably listening to their music. So you guys are building a fan and artist relationship when that happens, but it's not at all like how I think some people, you know, build relationships with actors just because they're always changing roles. And and when when you do see point, they do change their roles exactly. like they're not they're not really a lot of an artist can be themselves and do their art mm-hmm. but an actor isn't themselves no when they're doing their art no like people would say yeah they are they're drawing on personal experiences yes sometimes they are the good ones do yeah but they're being directed by a movie yes. you know screenwriter they're not create mm-hmm. they're they create the, only a portion of that role mm-hmm. you're so upset because you're not an actor am i <laughs> Were you trying to Maybe be an actor? I am. Jared would love. I was not trying to be an actor. Jared would. Oh, I thought he was just like, you wish you were an actor still, Jared. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm bitching movies, at though. it. I would like to make a movie someday. I would love cool. to make a movie. I love movies. They're like my favorite. They're I've like... seen a movie before, bro. Really? <laughs> oh, no way, man. I'm not. No way. Cap. No, no wow. cap. Wow. Not a cap. Another not cap a fun. single cap. The cap on this podcast. No, but I, 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 I love. I hate. T- I really don't like TV. I don't Me like. Neither. I don't like TV. I'm really like. I don't done. ever watch like YouTube. Like for like mediums of entertainment, it's like books, podcasts. It goes podcasts, a movie, Pornhub. a book. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Pornhub is horrible. And hamster. It's like TikTok on the bottom. Red tube. And then, I just I love. Sorry. I love a good movie. I love like a real, a real good. I I love. From like every decade. I you tried to hurt me by saying TikTok was on the bottom, but I just ignored it. <laughs> I, love, I love a good TikTok. I love, I love a, good a good TikTok. <laughs> I do love, actually, I love a good TikTok. I think TikTok's great. Oh, yeah. I think TikTok's no- great because there's not like, there's not really, uh, no one's really getting hurt yet by TikTok. Like it's not the guideline. I disagree. And I can tell you why. Well, hold on. The guidelines... I got shadow banned. I'm hurt. I, I'm getting hurt. <laughs> Did you really get shadow banned? Yeah. I made a joke about smoking, and on my videos went from like 600 to like a couple thousand views on some of like every couple days to now like 70. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty pissed Damn, that's it. like a low-key shadow what ban. That's fuck? like a... Mm-hmm. In, write a like letter. A... You should write a letter. You should contact your local what senator. What am I going to do? Email like... them. Say hey, give me more views. Right. Yeah, it it goes in the trash. They don't. Yeah, exactly. They, they, I I would, but like it's happened to plenty of other artists, and they don't do anything about I it. Don't know. You basically just have to like kiss up to your audience again to try to find a way to work with the algorithm again to try to get more Ooh, out yeah. of it. Just That's because you made cool. a smoking joke. Yeah, it wasn't even like a harmful Weird. smoking joke. Like yeah, it was they don't this like trend drugs on thing. No, but like I didn't imply that I was smoking like weed. Though it was a bond, so I guess I guess it is implied, but I don't know. So it, the the trend was like this, like uh, like filter thing that would make it seem like you were like falling, and so like I took a hit, and then like if you tilt your head up, it goes zoom, 
<laughs> and then the audio is like, ooh, and he's the guy falling, and then he comes back down. And so basically, I like lifted my head up, I was falling, and then I lifted my head back, and I was back in my bed. And I was like, when the boo hits or something, and I was like, it was it was kind of funny. It was very lighthearted it was a, it or was, something. It was silly. It did not need to be no. banned. Or at least anything. they could like tell me to take down the video TikTok or something. should be 18 and older. They should make two different portions of TikTok. They, they should. should. They should make an 18 and older TikTok, and they should make a... 18 and younger TikTok. Be, and the only reason they won't do this is because Charlie D'Amelio is 16 years old. <laughs> no, really? That I mean, that's a up, big... Uh, that would break up a lot of Yes. Their... Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's She's way too Ooh. big of a moneymaker for them. But weird. if... It's uh, also very weird that, like, a lot of my followers... Like, because you can see the charts, and, like, a lot of my followers are, like, people that are under, like, the age of, like, 14. And it's like... Well, I make a lot of, like, I feel, like, above their... <laughs> had jokes. I, I don't I don't know why this is my majority fan base. How how is how are these like the majority of right. my fans? Talk to a fourteen year old. Like try to find one. Talk, talk to, to Evan. That guy I could. Have They're a nuts. With. I feel like it's only been I I'm twenty and I feel like it's only been six <laughs> years and I feel like the fourteen year olds today are like off the walls. I mean they're definitely a lot older sounding, but like it's I still just feel weird having them following my account. I get it. No, I get that. I'm worried. No, I get that. But I mean, it is like, it's strange. That's who I mean when I say that's who TikTok is hurting. And I'm going to talk about a very niche aspect of TikTok no, that I, I'm pretty niche that I fell into. It's it's <laughs> the de-reality, like nostalgia core, trauma core, trauma core TikTok. They call it that. Trauma talk. Yeah. It's literally trauma where core. people make like. Like the most schizophrenic, like just traumatized, like disassociative content they can create. They use these weird sounds. They draw these weird images. It's definitely people who have like a, you know, a background in video and editing, you know. What a weird. It's, that's well, it's weird so though. weird. But it, and it's usually things that focus like, like you, the content is usually focused on like a, a maternal or a paternal relationship. And it's usually very dark, and I'm and it's usually like it, it implies that something dark just happened to that child, and I'm like, why is this content being created? Pedo talk? I don't know. Man. To tell me? I don't know if that's that's not what it's called, but it's like it's harming. It's like <laughs> it's weird to that's me, man. That's not what it's called. We like to call it something else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I hate when I fall down the rabbit hole on these apps because that's. That's one rabbit hole of TikTok that I'm like, I don't think this should exist. I'm not in a core on TikTok. I'm not no. in any core. I'm in I'm in I'm in whatever I find funny core. There's and a then, hashtag right now called find your core. I think you should go on there and find your core. I name. should leave TikTok. <laughs> I think TikTok's fun. I think it's fun. And I, I like a new one. I think it's fun because there's no like middle aged moms on it. And that makes me feel good. Like on Instagram, because there's no women on there. No, that's <laughs> no, what I'm I not said. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was because yeah, on Instagram, it, they're coming, and it's be, gonna be Facebook in five years, and it's sad. And I was like, TikTok's gonna be pretty much someone's gonna have to figure out how to make a TikTok a better social media app besides just like the videos and stuff, um, because right now it's really on the, like the YouTube side of things which is fine. But if they can incorporate both somehow or, or maybe the alternative, like something's going to be Instagram and it's 
coming. Like Twitter's dead. Who the fuck is on Twitter? Like Twitter sucks. I found out though that like if you want to really market like if you're one of those artists that are right now trying to figure out like how can I do like pull like a little Nas X and like market my music on my own and just do it through DistroKid and like putting stuff out on social media is using Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The Facebook ads are really good. Are genuinely. I've heard good things about some Facebook ads. I've also heard some good and bad things about Instagram ads. I I think there's even Twitter ads that you can do like mm-hmm. if you can do like a little bit of ads sometimes and experiment with every social media app. That's probably the best thing to do, but always be posting on like six social media accounts. If 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 that's like wow. your goal. And if, yeah. and if you have enough to market, of course, like don't don't have six social media accounts and then like have two posts on two of the accounts. Mm-hmm. Like we have yeah, a Twitter, we, but I have nothing. Our to Twitter lacks. I hate lags, using yeah. Twitter. I hate using Twitter. Yeah. Like, or if I put anything to Twitter, it's a link to an Instagram post. Yeah. And that's the same goes for Facebook. Like I'll put stuff on Facebook and Instagram uh, and we'll do like TikToks, but I, I can't. I just don't. I don't like Twitter is really negative. Like Twitter is yeah. real. For, like for me, my experience with Twitter is just seeing like someone say something that's mm-hmm. annoying and then like seeing that it has like 10,000 comments of like the same or the reverse other side of an annoying thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how is it this bad? <laughs> right? Like, because in Instagram, it's how impossible. Is the majority of like what we agree on right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's just so boring. It, it Twitter is just so, and here's the difference though, because on go, go right ahead. But on like TikTok, I feel like I can find like genuinely funny stuff. On Twitter, it's just like the shit that they're like suggest to you. I feel like sucks. Like it's usually really bad. Yeah, I've never really gone to the suggestions of Twitter trying to feel like like looking for new content. That that I I could imagine it'd be pretty bad actually though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. I just stay in my bubble with Twitter. Like I follow like four people, and they're fine. Mm-hmm. You like, look on the app for like three minutes, and that's yeah, your Yeah, literally, I go, on, I go on three minutes to see if like there's anything that I missed in like the news. Mm-hmm. That one journalist that I follow is <laughs> for two that I follow. I I, yeah, I follow Whitney. I like Whitney Webb a lot. Whitney Webb and like Michael, uh, she she retweets and likes him a lot. Michael K. I can't remember his last name. Fu- fucking. I'm just going to take it out of the thing. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> You're so funny. Listen to me. Put the thing on it. Is that how it works? What is that? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I I see now. Amazing. Febreze. What? It's the, it's the dryer sheets. Wow. That's amazing. We'll leave it all in. Leave it all in. Oh my god. Listen to me. Now, you know what? Let's all get to this let's all get to a similar place. Look. <clears throat> God is coming. <laughs> and we're all on the shit list. Have you ever read Revelations? Have you ever read Revelations? Fuck, dude. Hold on. 
Bible's a crazy book. First of all, I love the Bibles are crazy books. So it's not a book. I will true throw you through a wall. Hey, he's helping. It's, it'll, Listen, help, it'll help your argument. Have that you, juicy butt would bounce off that wall. Have you watched? Do you know what Midnight Gospel is? <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen your pins on your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm with you. <laughs> I just stared at a medicine. <laughs> but you've seen it. Yes, it's a great. It's a great, it's great show. I like it. My favorite episode is the one where he talks to the guy who was wrongly convicted and starts learning like Western magic and talks about the uh, like Jesus and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. I love that. That's a great one of their better episodes. I love Duncan Trussell. I love Duncan Trussell, which. To put context on this, Duncan Trussell is a L.A. comedian, no longer an L.A. comedian. I believe he's in North Carolina, who uh, does stand-up, and he has a podcast called The Duncan Trussell Family Hour, who then later took, like, 10 of his podcast interviews and animated them, which Netflix bought called The Midnight Gospel, and it's cool because the animations are done by the same team that did Adventure Time. Yeah, because I thought I've seen him on YouTube before, um... Also, I've seen him on like some other people's podcasts. I think he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yes, yep. yes. Those are like one of the some of the best Joe Rogan episodes. It's with Duncan Trussell because they're. How do fun. you feel about Joe Rogan? What an interesting question. Um. Well, it's I used strange. to. I used to. I used to love Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I used to be a big Joe Roganer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was on the Rogan train. Uh, yeah, I was. I was a yeah, Roganer. I was too. For sure. I, and I, I really was like under the impression of like you know he and maybe some of these are things are still true i still do believe that he is trying to expose some uh people who are doing interesting work yes. to the public which is good the way he questioned uh elon musk about what he's doing in antarctica was very intense and it was kind of cool to see joe rogan like actually you know ask some like good questions for once and not mm. be such a neutralist or yeah, something like it, he really kind of tried pushing it, and I do, mm. I do enjoy that. I, I know, I, I'm really disheartened by his switch to Spotify, because some of the episodes that he used to do, they, he did eventually admit that Spotify didn't want them on the platform, because they're, uh, off color to say the least, <laughs> which are interviews with, like, he didn't like uh, they banned Alex so Jones, Alex maybe? Jones, yeah, okay. Mylianopolis. Uh, Gavin McGinnis, yeah. which the Gavin McGinnis is probably the most like I can understand that. <laughs> yes, yeah, because <laughs> he had real world repercussions mm-hmm. that actually right. played out after that interview. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, or not even just, but his career in general actually led to something that was brought up at presidential debates. So I can understand where he where they wouldn't want him on their platform. Mm-hmm. I can also understand where they wouldn't want Milo on their platform, but I just, I, I really like, look, this is the thing. This is the people. Let me finish how I feel about Joe Rogan. And then this is the part that I usually disagree with people on is I think he's disconnected a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's he, what we were saying last time. Cause now he's a millionaire. He's a hundred. He's, he's a multimillionaire. Yes. He doesn't do hundred millionaire. Yeah. He's more than the Spotify deal was a hundred million dollars. That's oh, what, so he's way more than And he had, he had money before then. Yeah. YouTube, so yeah. he was making probably and stand up yeah. specials. Movies. Yeah. Cause he's a real dude. He, I, I saw Joe Rogan stand up comedy at, at the Chicago theater. Oh, live? Yeah. 
Um, and those tickets were like sixty five dollars. So, and it was I like I like Joe Rogan as a comedian. He's not my favorite. Yeah. He's he's fine. It's definitely I I think it's still good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but from the podcasting side of things, from that art, um, the fact that he is so rich really does uh, make the whole like I'm the average Joe thing kind of like go out the window a bit. He has lost interest in conspiracy theories, which bores me, which I, I liked old Joe Rogan when he really was on that shit. Yeah. But he's walked away from it a lot because he literally, in a quote, he says, I'm tired of it, which I can understand. Uh, but it's also like some of them are like, hey, but like you're also like the biggest quote unquote alternative media guy who is never going to get canceled because he's been canceled like seven times and it none of them ever hold. And it's like, you can talk. Why don't like you actually try? Like he brought Bernie Sanders on and he talks about how like almost every presidential candidate running for 2020 wanted to be on his podcast. And he said no to just about all of them besides Bernie Andrew Sanders Yang, and Bernie Sanders and, Yang, yeah. and, Tulsi uh, and Tulsi Gabbard. Those are the only three he had on. And in my opinion, all three are like those were those good guys good ones yeah, exactly really good, yeah. so like when he has bernie sanders on but then fucking tanks like tanks bernie sanders campaign Seriously. it's which is so and then you go weird how that happened and then you go oh this is how that is gonna work for now on so like anyone who even tries to it, it like how bullshit that it's like Oh hey, uh, well if Bernie Sanders comes on our stage, we're gonna twist everything around. We're gonna not show his numbers. We're gonna make him look like a bad guy, and we're gonna pick the guy we want to win, which was Joe in twenty twenty Joe Biden. But it's like, but if he does try to go on any alternative media, alternative media, which by the way pulls bigger numbers than CNN primetime, right? We're gonna call him a transphobe, a sexist, and a racist, and try to damn his entire career to hell. And then we're gonna get our our average Joe in. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just like, you, I felt so, I felt so disheartened. It's just like, it's hard for me to like, I, I don't watch anymore. I don't follow the podcast on anything. I, I'm not interested because he does say silly things. I don't think he's, I don't think he's as harmful as people maybe give him credit to. Some people really think he's harmful. I, I personally don't think he's that harmful. Um, but, you know, uh, it was fun while it lasted. You know, I remember, I've, I think I've listened to the Joe Rogan, Alex Jones episode, the first, the 9-11 one, like four times because <laughs> I, it's the funniest thing ever. In the world, yeah. crazy. I mean, he's just so... With was Eddie that Br- when he was an alcoholic? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. It was right after he was getting like doing was the one divorce. of the podcasts when he was drinking on the podcast, and it was like Alex Jones unhinged. And so, if if you're the thinking of the crazy third one, yeah, he was drinking with Tim Dillon. The third one with Tim Dillon, Joe Rogan, Alex Jones. He is really drinking, and he's like keeps like yelling at Joe. He's like, "You need to drink with me. Like, it's not fun if you're not drinking with." And that was during like Joe's like sober October thing, so he wasn't drinking. Of course, yeah, but um. Yeah, I, I look, uh, Tim Dillon, like when I think about the, like the Alex Jones thing, like Tim Dillon puts it perfectly. He goes, "We live in a we live in a bad time when people are taking Alex Jones seriously," and it's yeah, like, yeah. old Alex Jones is the real shit. If you ever look back on when Alex Jones used to do real investigative journalism, when he really did go into, 
um, into the woods in California and actually exposed a secret society that were legitimately uh, politicians and celebrities would we're go actually gathering around uh, yeah. and, and like having like a whole little yeah freaking ceremony yeah which is that's um what is that bohemian called? Grove. bohemian grove bohemian like when you grove. Act, like that's yeah. real investigative journalism yeah. i think he still has some elements of that even in a show but he is just so i've watched the show a couple times just to see why people watch it um and because i know there's some people in my family who are really big alex jones fans and i personally don't know how people maybe fall for it in some sense yeah i watch a lot of uh vice documentaries actually and that i feel like does a really good job of giving a mostly unbiased view Mm -hmm. of like inside things that are going on like uh they did a story recently covering two guys that like were trying to um hijack the planes that were uh, responsible for the attack in yemen because Mm. they were like destroying you know villages still uh the the uk army um and uh working with i think saudi arabia to try to just kind of like starve the people like there were like bomb stores and what yeah saudi arabia is like practically trying to genocide the yemeni people yes and we do like the one of the first things that donald trump did in 2016 when he got into office was make a 350 billion dollar arms deal with them yeah (laughs) yeah which was like immediately i was like oh interesting we're playing this angle (laughs) oh okay (laughs) um yeah so then um uh wait shit we're We're talking about joe but no like alex jones and stuff and it's like i i think he's i wish he still did like that up and close investigative journalism. he needs i think what happens i think he 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 said he's going to stop he he, uh what i think i think what happened is that and this is giving him credit is that he worked so hard for so long just in the shit in the trenches that he probably got too close to the sun you know what i mean and it kind of cooked him a little bit and he got cooked by donald trump he probably saw like the men in black a couple times knocking on his door right saying, like hey maybe not stop talking about these people and <laughs> maybe not literally but maybe literally yeah maybe, yeah that's maybe what he saying. saw something that like I, he can't unsee and now he's just uh-huh. like he's just trying to fix everything and he's going crazy and he sh- he's going to have a heart attack. Ironically, the Trump presidency was the worst and best thing that ever happened to Alex Jones. He was the most mm-hmm. main he was the most mainstream popular that he had ever been in his entire career, which then also ended him mm-hmm. because he got on that Trump train hard. Yeah. Hard and he had Ale- he Trump was on Alex Jones's show and Alex, you know, even in that second interview or the first interview with Joe Rogan, Alex Jones is like, Donald Trump's the guy. He's going to drain the swamp. He's going to be in. And then it's like four years later and it's nothing. He you know, proved to be just like the fucking with the shits. And Alex Jones is like, you can almost tell like he's so depressed because he's like, it fucking, it took him down with him. Like the Trump presidency mm-hmm. took Alex Jones with him in a sense of like, He's banned from every platform. They, he has a lot of like doxing, you know, like they, they're paying millions of dollars to do their own servers. So like, it's like, he's an end of an era. There will be another Alex Jones. It just, they haven't come yet. And I don't know who it's going to be. I really hope that they're going to keep getting like weaker as far as like how long they can kind of run for on a, a, a media platform. Like, I really don't want like another 
Trump and another like even another like guy like Hitler or someone who's like this ultra like oh yeah I want to run for like ultra fascism America like mm -hmm. I, I really cannot handle another one of those guys right now <laughs> mm -hmm. I wonder I'm mentally ready for that right well that's now. the thing that's like maybe our country's headed to a direction where people are just gonna be asking for that. I, I fucking the it, one on of my the left and the right. You know I mean? like, like, you're gonna be facing the wall with the gun pointed at you. You're gonna go, yes, please. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> we, it just well, well, I think what, they we're, put what you we're saying in the AI is like, hellhole. You're gonna be like, thank you. <laughs> like, like that's like that's fascism to put like a technocratic, you know, takeover of which, you know, which would probably happen from somebody on the left, most likely. Probably because that's yeah. where the because that's where tech and media is is in the left yeah to be fair to be fair how dare i um <laughs> to be fair though so many of these tech tech elite are so their persona and their twitter handle is liberal but right. they are very true. conservative true yeah, and the way they true. handle unions the way they handle yeah. oh yeah economy and how yeah. they work with other people yeah it, it, and it's it's not it's not the best but they're so hard they're capitalists to a t i you think would... before we ever do incorporate like more technology into our everyday lives we need to like really break up big tech before we you know yeah allow that to happen. well if we even allow that to happen, it's that it might not need the would most we want would we be thing. even thinking about it if they weren't cramming it down our throats the last 25 that's what years I'm saying like if it wasn't Longer on tv every after every like family guy skit like would i really <laughs> give a crap about it if it wasn't there all the time probably not i wouldn't care about the newest iphone do you ever worry no. about look COVID has been a turbulent time to say the least do you ever now, how do you think Donald Trump took care of COVID? What's your thoughts and opinions on that? Not good. Not good. Right. Not good. So you would have been more, you would have been more approved of like longer lockdowns or maybe just a, an actual mask mandate, like a federal mask mandate. Even maybe. just like a, a, a short like lockdown where businesses are still open but like limited to takeout and whatnot like i don't think we should just be like sorry just give everyone you know fifteen hundred dollars because fifteen hundred dollars is a good amount for some not a great amount for others and so you can't just give like a universal amount of money to a group of people and you know making it based off of kids doesn't necessarily help either it, it, it the businesses should still be allowed to be open it's just people shouldn't be allowed to you know have those big great gatherings that they were mm -hmm. we are on and off having it. and if early on if we decided to have like a semi-partial strict lock lockdown but businesses were still opened and everything was still able to like move it was just you know a little more chillax we like, could have rolled a line we could have yeah mm -hmm. like because that's what australia did that's what like tons of other people did and we could have followed suit but people are like well it's too late to do it now and it's like well i i really think we could do it now but it would never happen mm -mm. well the, now people are so sick and tired of it they're like uh you know, with Florida, Texas, and even like Utah, they're just moving to 100%. They don't give yeah. a fuck. They're just done. They're no, over I've it. I've got buddies like, who Kenosha, go. It's like people are just everywhere with a mask, but they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but they're if you ev go to yeah. Kenosha bars right now, oh, they're oh, no full capacity, mask. no, no mask. They don't give it's, a it's, totally, no. it's totally normal right now yeah. in Kenosha bars. It's, it's interesting because one thing that, look. I'm looking at you. I don't think they'll be listening, but I, they know who I'm talking about. Someone I don't mean to shout. I don't mean to make fun of them, but th this is opinion held by many Democrats. 
Not liberals. Demis. The demis. Yes. The blue no matter whomers. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of them believe that um, Donald Trump was a big reason why this country was coming apart. And when they said that to me, I was like, oh, I thought it made it maybe was going to be racism. But you maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you're right you blame it on one guy maybe it is oh. Donald Trump so maybe, maybe it's just like we were doing this shit forever I thought that was the <laughs> part was, I thought that was the yeah. part that split the country up no. but no it's the orange dude yeah <laughs> I mean I don't think he helped but you're right definitely not it's him but I just he just be, came here took a took a fork and was like god in between yeah it, it, it's insult split. to injury that's all it that's was, what insult, he was yes but um if this pandemic and Donald Trump happening both at the same time, which was not good, both of these things happening at the same time were not what we needed. No. But we really highlighted how we're extremely unprioritized. We don't have our priorities straight. Yes. We, like, you can say, oh, like these European countries locked down. It's like, yeah, but the thing is, is like, even if they didn't, even if they did like a soft lockdown, like what you're talking about, if people got sick, they have health care. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, oh, they miss a paycheck. Well, at least they won't, you know, at least they, they, they're not going to miss their insulin. You know, like stuff like that. Yeah. It's like right. we've missed so many important things that we as a society should probably provide. Um, it's such a wide spectrum of like what people are fighting for right now in America. Like one half is like we need to get rid of everyone who isn't like coming to our country like a hundred percent legally and through this system, and also needs to be like a fully native English speaker. And then we have another half of the country who is like they want just like standardized like housing for people that can't afford it and healthcare for everyone who, rather mm -hmm. than just paying private companies pays just like healthcare. Mm -hmm. Why is there multiple private companies of healthcare? Why mm -hmm. does it have to be a gamble situation and like a discounted th version of store-bought version and like a good version that actually does what it should do. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, well, they're yeah. competing. It's like, well, it doesn't really feel like it because it's getting more expensive. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't, doesn't really feel, feel like, like it's competing. It. It's like I can either get the good option or I can't and I might die or I might live. That's that's and, what and this the, competition really is. And people are like, the, people act like you can shop for medical treatment online. Like you can Amazon order it. It's like, no, when you have to go to the ER, you just go to whichever one's closest to you. And uh -huh. that's what you get. And then you guess about how much is going to, you know, come back in your bill. And yeah. normally it's way too much. Yeah. And it's like, you go through the door and like, they own you. Uh -huh. That's it. You're then There's no bargain. Nope. There's no, like, you go to a car dealership and be like, well, I'm actually going to go to the other guys. And they go, wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about it here. And they're like, no, you go and you go, thanks for the hip replacement how much and they go this is your life now <laughs> yeah. and that's it and there's nothing you can they go do. your kids are never going to school <laughs> it's just it's amazing and it's amazing how this is the problem is that everyone thinks i made the joke earlier but americans do believe that they're embarrassed millionaires they think that things are going to turn around or or we have we have this country has master master masterfully that's a word told a story about pulling yourself by your bootstraps and ignoring any real issue right like the idea is like you know we broke this down in our last podcast we were really talking about how uh we always kind of talk about like like, like look behind the curtain and it's like well what is the curtain 
well, one of the portions I think makes up the curtain is really not admitting how unfortunate a lot of people are in this country in a sense, their positions in a sense, right? That, and we talked about it strictly from a class base because we're not going to talk about it on a race or sex base because we're both white males. So we're going to keep it <laughs> at the one we have the most experience with. Um, <laughs> So we were just talking about, it's like, you know, even when you, when you break it down, it's like, you like, if you're in the middle class and you get to go to college, it's like, you're an extremely, you're right there. You're in an extremely privileged class of people of the world because you're in the United States. The thing is you go to college and look around there's like, you there's a lot of people here. And it's like, yeah, but how crazy would it be if 10 times that were the people who weren't there? And we're not even like uh, fi- yeah, a lot way more, more like way 50, more. 60 times, like so many more people just can't uh, like even make it to that level. Yes. Just financially now alone, not, not even like the, what they've like done throughout their life. It's, no, here's hmm. the thing. How about this? Let's actually make it a game. I'll be a pull yourself, a pull yourself up by your bootstrap. And you ask me, and le- you're asking me questions about someone who's in a very economically unfortunate position. And let's say they're, let's, let's throw in a lot of things in there. Let's say it's a broken home. Let's say one of the parents has a drug problem too. And it's in, uh, in an urban environment, not rural. Rural would be fun, but let's go urban. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go an urban <laughs> environment. Um, we'll go with that and you know so and also also in an impoverished urban environment so okay. let's bring up all the stuff schools healthcare you would just ask me questions and i'll give you the answer what they need to do all right and let's start with this you just and let's go through the paces so just ask me like let's do it like this like okay uh what um this is an actual game I have to play. Well, you're gonna like this. I'm not liking it. I already lost track of all the rules. No, there's no rules. You <laughs> just asked me. I got to pick from. What, who is this fake? Who is this, this hypothetical fake person? person? Just a person that you yeah. can imagine who's in a very hard, uh, going through a lot of hardship, right? And ask me. And they shop at Urban Outfitters. No, they live in. Let's say. Let's say they live in a said something about urban. very densely populated <laughs> city. <laughs> densely populated city in the United States, and it's not going good. Ask me how they're doing. Ask me. How about this? How about this? I'll ask you. No, you ask them how they're doing, and you're in a better position. How are you doing? You're this kid. How are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. My, uh, my mom can't afford rent this week, but uh, it, it's okay. How old's your mom? Uh, she's uh, 18. Really? That's kind of young. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is how one would react. Did she? So she is she in school? Uh, well, she can't afford rent right now, so she most likely can't afford school. So I'm gonna, I'm, no. So like, how old are you? You're a baby, but you're a talking baby. I'm nineteen. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Inter- okay fine. That's America in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't. Premature. You, yeah, I take a bathroom break. I actually really have Jeez. to. Jeez. Go. I've been I've been going side to side. Go. Doing a little yeah, dance. right here. Go ahead. We'll play this game then. Oh, in that bucket? That's all you guys have here? Oh, okay. Jeez, you go. Ready? We'll play the game with you. How about this? Your mom is 26 and you're 14. No, no, that wouldn't oh, make any no, sense. No, no, no. That's <laughs> a little, uh, I'm... I just got into middle school. I'm like 10 or 11. How about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so your mom is like 34. 
Two. 30. 30. 30. She's 30. Well, that means she has you at... Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So, how's your mom doing? (laughs) Who? Your mom. I don't... What's a... A what? You don't have a mom? Oh, you mean Sandra. She tells me just to call her Sandra. (laughs) Why'd she do that? It's... A long story? You don't want to talk about it? It's... She made it up. Okay. It's How old's okay. your mom? 30, 30, well, grandma says she's, acts like she's 17 all the time, but she's, grandpa says she's 30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how old are you? I'm, I'm 11. So you're shut 11. the fuck up. You're 11. So your mom's kind of young. Yeah, but she can run around with me a lot, you know. That's not how, okay. Well, did she go to school? Yep, she went to the same school as me, even had some of the same teachers that I have. They talk about her a lot to me after class. But you know what school, now you're in, wait, you're in middle school? Yep, I'm in sixth grade. And you're... And and your no, I mean school. Like, did your mom go to college? We don't have any colleges in our town. <laughs> <laughs> they all burned down. <laughs> there was a riot. They're all gone. <laughs> what about? I suddenly bu- bust out cigarettes. Like, are you smoking? <laughs> Yo, what's it do you, motherfucker? You want one? Uh, you don't even have to ask. You should go to college. <laughs> Those are bad for you. Yeah, I'm going to be a pipe fitter. Okay, so you're not going to go to college. You're going to go to you're going to go to the trades. Yeah. There's smoking 11-year-old who's going to figure it out they're going into the trades. I think I can tell who you voted for. Goddamn right. Interesting. Don't say it in the don't say it on. Don't I wrote in Bush. This was a terrible game. <laughs> I thought this was going to go a lot yep, differently. I'm a, I'm a That's why I asked originally. And I was like, are we actually doing this? <laughs> and you were like, yes, I hope and you, you're going to like it. <laughs> I think people are going to be mad by what we did. No, they're not. <laughs> it was good. It was no, fun. they're not, because they know what I'm talking about. They all know They I'm all know the to. people who are like, yeah, my mom's a drug addict. And they go, well, why didn't she go to school? And she said, well, her dad beat her. So she didn't think that that was a priority. Sponsored and, by Doritos. And then they went, and then they went, you should pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> and you go, I'm eight years old. <laughs> and they're like, like, that's the thing. They're like, you're 14. Like, what are you going to do with your life? Well, I'm like, well, there was a shooting in front of my house yesterday, so I have to <laughs> clean up that. And then the, the problem is that there's like, you're telling somebody who to pull their, themselves up by their bootstraps when they're young, when they were defeated in life, pretty at, much from their eight, first memories. Eight. You know, yeah, like people. Not that I know those experiences or those people, but no, or, you know, I'm, there's people out there. That's look at our world. I know some know some, of them. Yeah, but look at our world. My That's mom and I grew up in like the Washington middle school neighborhood, and Kenosha is not at all a bad neighborhood. But, like, I saw that, like, some kids would have, like, their bikes stolen and they'd get, like, beat up after school, like, a lot more than I've seen at, like, my public school and, like, I've had with bullying and it was, like, a lot more personal. So, 
I really feel like there is like a lot more expected from kids that age right now. And there's, there's a, a lot more yes. pressure on them too, both from an academic level and like socially. There's just a lot well, more to deal with. Our country's we, falling behind well, academically. We, we keep, um, yes. And we keep moving the fucking the number back where it's like, hey, why don't you have this figured out at 14? You go, I am 14. And you're like, have you met a 14 year old before? I like TikTok and, and Fortnite. <laughs> And they're like, they're like, what degree are you gonna get? And they're like, they're like, do you know how low the interest rates right now are on a house? And they're like, I don't work. I can't put money down on a down payment right now. They're like, I have no credit. But no, I'm just saying, like, it's just like some people are like, get some popcorn. Yeah, they're like, go to school. And it's like you could go to school, but not everybody can go to school. And it's like, it's like some of those people are like, they lived in a challenging. Oh my god, that's so. Oh my god, this podcast has been so much different, so different from the first one we did. We were so more active in the first one. We're, we, this is a moronic podcast. This episode has been about... Ironic? No. Look at you. Ironic? You're an animal. Bionicles. You're an animal. This is the real Kozak. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really glad, glad we're getting the real pieces of you right now. We said that we didn't want to get into too heavy of topics that we did last time. I didn't so. say that. Oh. You said that. You said the you said the last podcast was too sad, which it was kind of depressing. It was too sad for too long. It was <laughs> really sad. The first two hours were <laughs> really long. Yeah. Well, to be fair, but I brought up should we change it at all next time I come over because we thought we would have maybe a part two in the future, and mm. I thought the response was like. Sure, but no, the second, yeah, like the legit second one. But I thought the first one was coming out. Oh, so were we trying to replicate the first podcast? We're just That's, back, we're just doing we're what we're doing at it, and you're yeah. in a bag of popcorn. Sorry, should I not? I don't. Into it? This is you. This is your There's episode. No rules on this. Okay. Listen, this is your episode. I thought I was being criticized for eating popcorn, and I was like, listen, I'll no. eat louder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get some popcorn. Let me get a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Look. There isn't more wine here. Last time we had a lot more wine. Yeah, yeah. there was like a whole table of like alcohol, cookies, and like a All bunch of, of it stuff. is other places, but it's still here. It's just in other places. We gotta scavenge it. We can if go. If only we could like carry this table with Do us. Do you want to go get those things? Oh, like take a break? We can go for the ad and come back oh, and yeah, be sure. fucking. I don't want to take too long of a break. I want to like get something, come back, and fucking get I'm right back to that. that. Don't look at me too long. I said I'm down with that. Let's go. <laughs> don't look at you too long. <laughs> That's the joke I throw around all the time. I have music. It's just never going to be released. Keeps people in suspense. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel good I, about yourself. I do well. have music release. It's all bad. <laughs> I have two albums worth of music that's bad. So I don't ever talk about it so nobody knows I release the music. It's disgusting. People it's go, sad. Jared, yeah, you're in a band, right? What are they called? Um, and I go, well, you see, uh, we uh, we kind of have a... And then I'm like, we used to make music under a different name. And then they're like, send me it. And I'm like... No, you don't. You're not gonna like it. When you have to tell a story about the music that you make, Ugh. you don't make. You're like, what's your name? And you have to tell a story with it. Why it makes sense? They hate. It's bad. It's a bad name. 
Yeah. Yeah. What's but your band name? What would, what you, would you do? What do you like? Um, so, oh, sorry. Did you want to? Yeah. If I were to make a band, it would probably be prog rock um, mixed with like cover songs, but I, I'd want to try to revision them into something that was like um, kind of like what uh, like the Beatles and whatnot were doing with rock and roll and like then what later Zeppelin did and then what like. Well, being your Bowie prog rock band, the, you just my... need to find a drummer. <laughs> if you can do the hardest task, we'll be in your progress. We band. we know I I know a, a drummer. No, you don't. I do. I know several. I know Jake Cole, who has offered to drum for a band of what? mine, and then I have. Um, do you have Neil Pert? I don't think many people have Neil Pert right now. I think he's kind of a limited resource. <laughs> Even the band doesn't have Neil Pert. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really Neil they're Pert really doesn't have Neil Pert. Neil Pert. <laughs> You have a blossoming Neil Pert. That's yeah, that's J. Cole right there. Yeah? J. Cole? J. Cole. Jake. J. Cole. Wow. The, the J. rapper Cole producer. Drums. Yeah. Yeah. He's branching off and he's wow. doing prog rock drums. <laughs> the connections we've made through this podcast. <laughs> they finally paid off. Can you ask him if he could be on if if J. Cole could get Kendrick Lamar to come on? He podcast? figured you guys would already ask him and he turned it down. Fuck. But we love his didn't up. want him. <laughs> So are you making music with this J. Cole fella? Yeah, we've uh we've hung out a couple of times and we've tried like coming up with like just instrumental parts. Cause normally my way of writing songs is <laughs> like adding lyrics after the fact, mm-hmm. if not um pulling lyrics from stuff I've already written before, just like in a feeling. Yeah. And putting that into a song that might fit it, like maybe adding or rearranging the words a bit. But yeah. Mm-hmm. There's multiple ways to do it. Where's the album? Ta- uh, on my on my iCloud. <laughs> Interesting. Not the SoundCloud yet. When you like, I don't know how to get it onto the SoundCloud. It's stuck on the iCloud. How do you feel about re- when you about releasing music? Because we when we talked to Young Davy, we had a big conversation about the God bless him. The it, God bless him. The there's an embarrassing feeling that we talked about. It's like especially when you're young, you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want people to care. But then there's the other crowd that's like, I want people to care about me and only me. I want people to see what I am. That's why I you made know. a podcast and I didn't release an album. Right. So I could talk about anything else about my personal life and music. If anything, we yes. get more personal on here than we do on the music. Yeah, eat into the microphone. <laughs> this is an ASMR episode and a guest cast. This is going to go on for some time, folks. There's two half people. <laughs> I think everyone is already clicked off. Yeah. Like, all right, they're eating. Okay. <laughs> what? No. Oh, so how the pyramids were Pizza made? Gate. Oh, we're not pyramids. going into the pyramid. If you want to go into the fucking shit about Egypt, let's go balls to the walls. Graham Hancock, secret civilization. Yep. The books are wrong. The books are wrong. Golbi Teki. I don't think that's how you say it. Jaboldi Teki. Look it up. Google that shit. Listen. Graham Hancock. He's an archaeologist and historian. (gasps) And an avid DMT user. (laughs) And that's important to the story. Now listen. What people don't know is that in these ancient civilizations... 
they had cultures around drugs. And we can trace what cultures are surrounded by psychedelics and which ones are surrounded by alcohol. Shut the fuck up. And, Shut the fuck up. And your point. This is Kate Kozak's podcast. <laughs> we are guests on Kate Kozak's podcast. Listen, and you're going to like this. So the Egyptians were on drugs. They were No, they got it. Listen, I'm ready. One of the big things that Graham Hancock was sent to do was to go see, was to go look at the big fucking lion. What is that? The Sphinx? The Sphinx. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that thing that goes meow meow that's in the in the sandbox in Listen, the middle of Africa. The sandbox. He looked <laughs> at box. the erosion patterns of the Sphinx and found that there was erosion from rain. And the last time it rained in, in Egypt was enough to cause erosion was like eight to 10,000 years ago. Yeah, so the pyramids are a lot older than we think they are. Exactly, yeah. and that's a big part of what he does is explaining that we have the books wrong in a sense, and that there was a map. What is that noise? It was talked about for the longest time that they thought that Egyptians built it using, like, lifting equipment. That was later disputed after we found out how heavy the, like, mm -hmm. stones actually were, like, multiple tons. And the, like, equipment they would need to try to lift those things up would be far beyond, like, the things they could actually be able to build. Because all they had was, like, wood and rope and whatnot, like, hemp and fibers. And Interesting. They, but yeah. the technology that they did study greatly was vibrational technology and vibration, vibra vibrational frequencies. Because um, whether or not actual gods visited the Egyptian people or they had psychedelic visions on... Whatever they were, or they were just old, in. or that they've just been around for a long time. They had information from past civilizations that we don't know about. Exactly, and we don't know how they came about it, but we don't know if there's even civilizations before that, like before, like all these oldest ones. No, but we do know that all of the oldest civilizations that we know of now, which have always been the oldest, like mm -hmm. the, like we, it's not like the Almics and the Aztecs and the Egyptians, like, we've only thought that they have gotten older, but we haven't ever been like, oh, there's, like, a new older group. We've kind of tossed on who's in first place, but... And it's, that goes with the Nubians, too. Like, disputing this, but you shouldn't with Nubians. Well, it's nuts because um, one of his stories starts is talking about how there was a map found that was of Antarctica before the ice was over it that the line that we didn't have the shoreline of antarctica until we had uh technology that we use like for earthquakes but we use that antarctica echolocation in a sense to not uh, on submarines to find where the shoreline uh was of antarctica and where the ice you know stopped or at least where it went to and graham How hancock deep it was graham hancock found a map that was found by the military that had accurate shoreline details of Antarctica and like to the, like the fraction, right? It, it was, was like really, really precise. detailed. And he said they traced it all the way back to a copy of it um, that they, the, the map had been copied multiple times. And that one of the times that it was copied was um, from a uh, sheep's skin from the Library of Alexandria to uh, 
another form of paper at the time. And then the Library of Alexandria burned down. So his trail literally ended at the Library of Alexandria to find out where this map came from and how old it really was. Which is, he then explains how hard that is that that existed because uh, the technology that they would have needed to get to Antarctica would have been of that of the 1600s of navigation and circumnavigation. Exactly, which is yes. why they didn't need to use navigation and why they didn't. Because what's something that people, for whatever reason, don't talk about is in the 50s, the Pope, like the, the, like pope the guy with of, the funny hat? The guy with the funny hat. Um, uh, basically was like outright talking about having an image machine graph thing that could transport like an image into any point of the world and it said that the egyptians had it and that the catholics had it from the library of alexandria because people of um like i forgot who of the like greek philosophers used it but he said that he used it to try to understand like some of the world's greatest secrets um i think it's called like a chirographer or something like that what if we broke into the to the vatican that's essentially where it's said that they currently keep well, choreographers is, is in the Vatican. Everything is there. Yeah. We don't know what's in there. History of all sorts of crazy everything. shit. Yeah. Right. I want that to happen in my lifetime. Somebody exposes something big like that. It was so gross to eat pizza and now like just like in the middle of talking, burp it up. <laughs> <laughs> we need to mind. get in there. They won't tell us what's mm -mm. in there. Mm -mm. They've had power for how many centuries and like hidden stuff from the public for how many years and rewritten history for us? Like, why is that allowed? They have the truth about Jesus Christ in there. That's why. Exactly. That he was actually a, a, an immigrant who thought that all religions were, you know, true in their own or way. Or alien. He was a Baha'i. Baha'iist. Or he was an alien. Or he was an alien. <laughs> <laughs> or the, like... He was a Actually, woman. like, we wrote this thing that's, he like, wasn't. half history book, half, like, we thought it was funny. <laughs> because it's not like the Bibles, or at least, you know, there is historical shit in the Bible, whatever. Yeah, the Great Flood did happen. There is an actual, like, there is archaeological evidence of, like, water. Yes, oh, and Cram Hancock talks many, about... Many, many floods. Cram uh -huh. Hancock talks about how... We kind of poured, as Wisconsin, we kind of poured over the fact that we're like, yeah, the glaciers moved down and then made the Great Lakes, and that's why we have things here. Mm -hmm. And Graham Hancock's like, no, you fucking idiots. It's like, actually, 10,000 to 12,000 years ago, a meteorite hit what would be Greenland during the Ice, ice Age, and that explains why the Ice Age melted so fast, because they broke up so much of the fucking ice, and added a lot of heat to the atmosphere and melted a lot of that and that the rolling hills in like Idaho and Seattle is evidence of the same ripples that are seen when something gets flooded. Like when the side of a river gets flooded, the sand will ripple because of the frequency kind of of how the river moves, something like that. And the way that the rolling hills are in like Idaho and Seattle and Oregon are that reflected of at they used to be underwater. Mm -hmm. So... He argues that, and he uses other evidence like Plato's, um, Plato's diaries. Plato, like one of the one of the biggest incidences of Atlantis, is saying that Atlantis disappeared 
uh, Plato wrote when he was writing it down said it disappeared around 8,000 years ago, which for us is 10,000 years ago, which lines up with the Great Flood. With when, the Flood. Happened, There's yeah. a lot of weird stuff like that, and he wants to rewrite the books. He says people need to look at it, and that uh, the archaeology community is slowly turning and agreeing with him, but mm-hmm. they don't like the idea of being that wrong. Which I don't know why you can't admit to it, because like when you're that deep into it, like you're gonna get some things wrong. Well, he, here's here's the problem that I'm seeing is that a lot of history, whether it's coming from a religious text or whether it's coming from actual research in whatever field, is really rooted in uh, whatever. It inter- it's rooted in certain interpretations of that history. Yeah. The thing is, there's there's a reality that exists of what exactly happened in the entire history of planet earth yeah there's not but like the a- problem is, is is like as we gain information we create interpretations of that reality and it fills in the gaps of what actually and, happened right and like you know what depending on the time of uh, the time of uh in history that you lived on the earth you probably didn't know that there could be more history than what you found out already so your interpretation isn't based on the entire history of the world. Well, I think we're running into that now with historians today. Some of these, yes. some of these old artifacts are things that we have a problem with, and this is what a lot of Buddhists or magicians will tell you about. So a Wizards. lot of things used to be, um, we a lot of cultures, very old cultures, used to be very oral. That stories yeah. were only told and only kept through oral tradition that they weren't written down. No. So it is very interesting when you see so many of these creation stories of native, very old native American tribes in the South and North American continent reflecting a great flood, all of them being very similar of talking, speaking of a comet that came and started, began a great flood. They're all very similar. And you know, the Americas given that Europe's not here, or Europe's not part of it. We don't look at it a lot. You know what I mean? As no. m- we don't give it as much justice as we should. A lot of people don't know that there were civilizations here of millions of people, which is very strange to think about. Yeah. The, the populace right. on... Um, so on like, on, America on, at one point was filled with hundreds of millions of people at one point. And then... I don't know if it was hundreds of millions. Not no, hundreds, hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of... Th- it wasn't filled with millions of people, though? I, th- I, I there thought there was... There were some millions. Because, like, you have... um, They think um, the, the... the I think it was the Aztecs in Mexico City. Right? What of now, what would be Mexico City? Yeah. They think that the largest they got was, like, three million people. Which is still a t- Shit ton! A ton of people because... I'm saying in total, like, with, if you combine every single tribe, there was probably around a couple of millions of people here oh, already yeah. and mm-hmm. colonizers came here and then made it so that there's less people than there was before and then replaces that slowly with white colonizers the spanish have sex with the natives unconsensual <laughs> <laughs> not whether it's consensual or not i want you to be my history teacher in third grade no the, <laughs> this, the spanish banged the mayans turned them into mexicans <laughs> I think I got that right. That was so <laughs> was so good about it is that it was not right. <laughs> it was so right. In any way. It wasn't right. Shape or form. It wasn't even right. Historically it wasn't even accurate. 
It's it wouldn't okay. have been the Mayans were before the Aztecs. Also, that wasn't like some sort of like racist, like we're making fun of Mayans or Mexicans. That was just like, I think just like, it was a story. wrong. It was no, a that was story. That was just, like, that was just me wrong. taking like, okay, name, name, they combined. Combined. No, it's other right. name I know yeah. in my head. <laughs> no, it, 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 no, it was, but it, I mean, yes. I mean, definitely the Native Americans, whether they were consenting or not, then did become some of them, not all of them. It's a big place, South America. Big place, Middle Americas. Some of them did become Mexicans, but not all of them. Some of them became Nicaraguans and El Salvadorians and Peruvians and Brazilians and uh, uh, Venezuelans. Uruguayans. Uruguayans. Paraguayans. I love South New Guineans. Is that there? Wait. Is that in? That's in South America, right? Yes. New Guinea. It's in the Caribbean. It's in the Caribbean. Not South America. I really, I really wish the two Americas were Costa one America. Rican? I really. Those wish. are people. Those are people. No, but it is, people, it is they, interesting huh? how the English got the English went north, but we don't really. T- Spain doesn't get as much heat for as much as they, they brought on to people. Yeah. They got away with yeah. Anderson Inquisition was kind of pretty bad. But do you think it's? But do foot. you think it's because those, the people of South America, all of them had revolutions and at least broke away from the Spanish crown? Do you think that's at least why? Because they lost the Spanish crown, they lost the war. I least. think like they lost it so long ago, then it's like we can't they we can't even complain about them anymore. Or they, at least they feel like they can't. But I mean, like I still would because the 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 effects of what it did is still taking place in those countries like they're still like now hardcore christian you know you know african americans in the state of or not african american the africa people uh, that are you know advocating against like you know other religions besides christian religions and like they wouldn't have their fundamentalists or extremists you might say yeah they wouldn't have those people fighting against like their own people i mean i know there's different you know tribes and countries so i know i know i know not all people from africa are one people but right they they, they're turning against each other as a Mm -hmm. as a continent it's true and i wonder i wonder how much i wonder if we'll ever know how much damage the united states did to south america you know what I mean? Like if that'll re- ever be released, effects, yeah. I mean, yeah. The real effects. Of, I mean, because <clears throat> my fair, my fair part. Uh, like, we can find a guy in a tunnel in in Pakistan, all the way across the world, in the middle of a desert. But we can't. You know, it's like, but you can't defeat these drug cartels that are literally taxing citizens and. Mexico mm-hmm. that are like a government body but you can you can't figure that so we have billions of dollars but you can't figure yeah. that one out because it's almost like they it's almost like it begs the question they like, want it there. are they letting this happen <laughs> it's almost like they like it there yeah it's almost like they it's like almost like there. they that exists. make money off of it <laughs> i would love to see a united america i think that would be that would be interesting if yes. like if like there was ever a point where there was a social movement strong enough, widespread enough that could cross the barriers of North America and South America and Middle America and become like an entire This whole continent. side of the world would yeah. be better. We would we, like we we wouldn't just in order to do that though, we would have to do something that would make us more like more morally centric so that when we get to that level of power, 
Well, we are we, at the we, level of power. You mean when we start putting we to work? Yeah. If we were to get to that level of power as to be one giant continent the yeah. size well, they, of all like, the Americas, we wouldn't be like just a, we We would be a force to be reckoned with. But maybe we would be a smarter force to be reckoned with, and a more in a more like united, conscientious force to be reckoned with in well, the face of like, you know, of like China. Yeah, because if we and, did it right know, now, like that. we would just be lying to ourselves if we said we were united because yeah. we were like completely divided. Just no, like how we have China. no reason to do this right now because yeah. we have no understanding of of we have no understanding no, of like each, each other. other. We don't like each other. China. We've fucked those cultures for years. Yeah, and people think in China like everyone's like drinking the Kool-Aid or whatever, or, like, at least some people think that. But, like, mm-hmm. no, there's, like, no. some strong, there's like... There's a lot of different ethnic groups there that really don't like each other. Yes. Different cultures, but, you know, we're a very uneducated country. We and are. And we go China means Chinese. Exactly. They're <laughs> all China people. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, nope. It's like saying American means white. <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of people here. Well, there's the problem is some people do think that America means white. <laughs> that's right. the issue. <laughs> right, that is an <laughs> issue. issue that we're running yeah. into at the moment. Yeah. Um, but um, well, weren't there protests think- in China for a, like recently for a long time? Um, there's there currently are they currently happening? Ch- yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, I think it's New Guinea. There was a bunch of people that um, no, I mean Hong Kong. Are we talking Hong about Hong Kong? Kong. Hong Kong. Why am I talking about you? Yeah, Hong Kong is where, uh, like, uh, was it 100 people that were demonstrating got shot? It was a lot. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. They made some of them disappear. Yeah, 100 people shot and injured. Like, that. that we don't know how many, like, killed or anything like that. That's just... Do Do you understand the tanky stuff? Do you know what I mean by that? Tanky. Tankies. Like, someone's a tanky, they're tankies. Do you know what that means? It's like a... It's like a political, I don't know, so, I mean, so an ideology. So I've really learned via TikTok, maybe not the most trustworthy, so, but also other people who who identify as leftists. That the leftist community is very not unified on certain things, and yeah. one group of leftists is tankies, and tankies are people <laughs> that find them who are leftists who find themselves defending a lot of the actions of the USSR and the People's Republic of China. And that includes maybe the millions of people who died. And they're called tankies. And you're looking at me bewildered. That's yeah, like the, why would someone defend that? It's very strange. They go, American imperialism is bad. And they go, but when China does it, it's because they're trying to get bigger. Yeah, no, That's they fair. they destroyed like a ton of like traditional religion and spirituality yes. so that they could basically follow. Like Henry Ford and Rockefeller, they worked with China. Like we think that like they were like only American like no, like no they yeah. were all over the place mm-hmm. trying to like spread their capitalism evilness like not that capitalism in itself is evil but like their toxic ways of yeah handling listen, it of controlling listen it. when you get to you a certain Harper? point no I fucking sold way too big of a piece of pizza oh and then like the whole the crust is not feeling good on my shredding throat, all your the way throat. down so mm. listen people in this country they go I don't want borders I don't want religion or nations and stuff well all want to be one the best way to do this is to become extremely wealthy because they don't care about any of those things as long as it makes them money <laughs> no i'm fucking with but it does seem, <laughs> it does seem it does one thing that's very interesting is that the people who are extremely wealthy who have these dynastic type families of wealth right vanderbilt great one 
Rockefeller, great, I, great examples. Uh, you know, Rothschild, the Bushes, great example. They, if they are given an opportunity to make money uh, and and expand their interests and break into markets that were seen impossible, even if the country in which they reside in would see it as evil or nefarious. <laughs> As long as the dollar amount, as long as there's a dollar sign and multiple zeros following it, they're in. They're yeah. game. I mean, there's one of the oldest investment cores here that's made up a lot of, it's very Anglophilic, very Anglophilic. Uh, it's in New York. Um, a lot of the people who participate in this really old investment for, firm, one of the first ones in America, are ones from literally bloodlines of royalty in England. Um it was a firm that was like fine with helping a lot of the industry men in Germany in 1930, even though they resided in a America and, and they stuck with them for what some might say a little too long into, <laughs> into that war, into certain other into aggressions that, that may happen. But it's just like if the dollar amount is good, they don't care if it if it no. and they they don't care and they will break into. Not that I'm not saying that obviously I'm I'm not saying. Look, I don't think the people of China have much say in what the Chinese government does. I think a lot of no. them are at the whim and the will of what the Xi Jinping and the boys think. You know, um, boys are back in town. They really are. Um, yeah, but. It, it, it is it's strange to see people defend it is strange to see people defend china it's like hey so i get you don't like the united states i get that part but if it was all china you wouldn't like that either yeah i don't like what china did to the monks they threw them out of their temples and then basically hid one of the secret entrances to the center of the earth you're right they militarized one of the temples that's that basically the monks were like i'm sorry this is sacred land we have secrets here that are even more powerful than what your little Pope people have. And we cannot just open this and let the government have control over it. Sacred people need to have control over it. And they walked in with guns and were like, screw you and your religion. We're taking over your temple. Yes. And they, there was a hole to the center of the earth there? No, allegedly no. <laughs> through Buddhism. Is that a worse crime than anybody? <laughs> He wants me to stay off this conspiracy, ben. but I'm gonna keep teasing it. I, it's Has America like committed it's, a worse here's crime? The thing. It's it's it is awful. Like people, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not in on it. I'm not in on like we're pro this bad guy. We're anti this bad guy, but we're pro this bad guy. I'm anti all bad guys. I don't think. I, Thank I, you. I think uh, it, it. It was a bold statement. <laughs> in the 21st century there's a bold statement see like i i feel like people say that but then like they have like they fantasize about like pedophilic rock fans or like a rock stars <laughs> or something like that Wait, all that explain i'm confused now yeah because people are like oh know. people need to go back to like like the 60s and 70s where people were all like don't you, know, you like led zeppelin yeah and you know what jimmy page was a pedophile robert plant was also a rapist john bonham was a wife beater and the only person that was semi-cool was john paul jones but he kept his mouth shut so how cool is that he kept his mouth shut he was a man that could be trusted. Exactly. <laughs> and there was a lot of secrets that we might got know out a band about like it. that. Huh? We, we might know a band like that, Miss uh, Twin Peaks. Who knows if they keep their Dude, mouth Twin shut Peaks on things. Twin Peaks I could get concerned about oh, because really? they've been around so it. many bands that yeah. they've told on, and it's like, how come you keep ending up with the rapist bands? 
How come you keep going on tour with all the bands that are rapists and then you go, when the moment that they get canceled, you go, yeah, we want to distance ourselves and also we have our stories of our own. It's like, what are you doing? Are you spreading some? <laughs> I have what to admit, you American culture is really weird right now because there's so much yeah. going on. Where there's people wanting to talk about, like there's people at our level of like understanding, you know, we're young, we don't have like a the best understanding of no. things because everything is happening at once, you know. But we're trying to handle so many things at once that it's hard for people to really identify with a position or to form like to form like a guiding principle that might help them deal with the world. Yeah, we're just yeah. enraged right now. We're just we're enraged. Just in the blind rage. And we're right just now. we're just being puppeted by so many things. And we're constantly know. being told that like there is no truth and there is no right side of history and there is no fine like everything's up yeah. in the air and it's like well if it is then and you're always living living like an uncertainty the, that takes away a lot of they meaning. Tell me what yeah. they think the right side of history is and I say no Bush did put those planes into those towers. <laughs> <laughs> We're not kidding. No, he no. copied and pasted them. I saw them on the Microsoft laptop. He did it. <laughs> he did he did it. No, I do wonder I do sometimes I I was I was telling you about this before the before the thing. Like it is interesting. I it is strange. People think this country is terrible. I would agree, but we agree for different reasons sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's what's strange. I don't, like, is it bad? What position are you in when you agree with someone with, like, the statement, but the reasons are different? Because so when someone tells me this country's bad and they list off their reasons and I go, yeah, but I got, like, 10 that might be a lot worse. Yeah, for me, <laughs> it's, like, people are, like, the participation awards, uh, the people that are letting in immigrants, um, the people that are like trying to make socialism yeah. happen worldwide, and uh, the people that are anti-guns, the people that are uh, anti-religion, and I'm like, oh. I got a few back in the. I can think of a few in the back of my head that might be way, that might be gut-wrenchingly worse. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and they're kind of right about some of them. It's like, yeah, immigration is an issue. We like performed forced hysterectomies on immigrants why I read we do about that? that that didn't hit the news that is that is one of those see when i read the the forced hysterectomy thing i went this here's a quote-unquote conspiracy theory that to uh right-wingers would be um this would be a conspiracy theory for right-wingers yeah and it was interesting i go no uh even even if i mean obviously immigration's a fucking whole thing but everyone for the most part can agree we shouldn't just give people we shouldn't just force women to have hysterectomies yeah whatever your stance is about immigration what does why that (laughs) that's fucked up and like you read the reports someone's womanhood you read the reports of it and it's like yeah they would go in for like abdominal pain and then they would leave without a they would leave without a uterus and it's like interesting and these nurses would be like and they and they know who it is the nurses like all named the doctor who it was doing it. They have like testimony, like witness yeah. testimony. Yeah, it was a specific person. Like this was yeah. an act of like violence committed on a group of people by a, a person that was intentionally it doing wasn't it. It wasn't just like one or two. No, it was like over a hundred. It was a huge amount of people. And do you know what happened to it? Nothing. No. Nothing. I mean, he still it, works for our government. Yeah, and it's not like when the new administration came in, anything changed. It, it like with that in particular, no. like like they. That's a real. I, when I read that, I was like, I was like, I want to read this. And when I read the story, when I first saw it, I was like, 
we'll see. And I read it. I was like, yeah, I don't see why this is. I, I immediately, I was like, this is probably real because this isn't on the news. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's strange about it. It's like, this is actually a bad thing that would make Republicans right. look bad. But the fact that it isn't on the news make, tells me that it's actually real because it makes the country <laughs> look a little too bad. Because what's, yeah. what's funny like, is that like when the new, when there is something that really happened and it's talked about in the news, it's, it's in a place where the news is trying to debunk it or they, they will like label it as like it as conspiracy in some way going yeah. going like oh yeah also there's a doctor at the border giving forcing people to have hysterectomies people go ah, ah, they water it down it. they water down and they, they and might just they, blatantly yeah, lie it. but it's just weird. Yeah. like that was a real thing that like that was really something that maybe you think about like the moment i read that i started thinking about like Man, are you about to tell me that in 10 years I'm about to have like a fucking WikiLeaks drop talking about the human experimentation on the border? Like that's what it felt like, the introduction to the uh, the children missing from the border. Yeah, like this is going to be People, a lot bigger in a couple of years and we're going to yeah. just starting to open up. Mm-hmm. A and I believe it. it. I be- because, you know, even when you look at uh, like in the news, here, here's a, you want a positive thing? Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is actually being charged with a sex trafficking charge. Do you want to know the not positive thing? Because I'm not about positivity anymore. Because you know what? She is not being charged for the, all of the things that she's doing. Like, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like she's being charged for like a third of like a third of a third of a third of yes, the things she yeah, Isn't she just being charged for this, the trafficking but, of one minor? It is and it's one like, minor. Wh- why she, what? It is what? one minor. One minor. But it is like real. It's legitimate, conclusive evidence that Jeffrey Epstein was a pedophile mm-hmm. who raped 14 year old girls and then paid them off like this was an article that this was like yeah and this is why and this was the story and she was the groomer but the problem is is that when you back all these things up and and they start talking about the story of like Jeffrey Epstein they always talk about Jeffrey Epstein as this guy who figured out how to fool all these rich people you know what I mean they're like they're like Jeffrey Epstein was the Friend, the socialite of the rich and powerful. How did he, how did he run such a large sex trafficking operation in all his homes and have none of his friends and know fool about it? every elite fool. that ever and, populated and like, our government? About, like, Les Wexler about how like Les Wexler gave him a home, which he was doing sex trafficking in, had like cameras all over the house to blackmail the people who came there, right to have sex exactly. with fourteen year old girls, yeah. and they go. How did he? How did he go right under Les Wexner's nose? It's like because like, <laughs> <laughs> how did he do those tricks to do it? How did he do that? It's like Apollo uh, Wexner. They were uh, friends. They were in on it. They it wasn't Les Wexner wasn't confused. He knew exactly where he was. Yeah. And he was like, "This is how we're." Get-. He's like, "I'm going to show you Victoria's real secret." <laughs> and then Victoria is twelve. Then Jeffrey Epstein broke down the door, and he went, "I work for the CIA." <laughs> but that's what's no, no. But really, we're <laughs> no. But that's what's crazy about it. Like, yeah, Ghislaine's Maxwell's like getting charged. Like, cool. I at least she's probably going to end up dead in a jail cell, like the other guy. And we're probably not going to hear about this one. But it, have you seen some of the art in uh, Brian Epstein's house? Oh, not Brian Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. Jefferson Epstein. Brian yeah, Epstein's from like the, the pad- Jeffrey Epstein's in New York. Yeah, like the paddled boys and Bill Clinton in a dress and shit like that. I knew about the blue, blue Bill Clinton in a dress thing, but there's this one chandelier that's like 
ghostly white people and like they look like everyone in like the media but like you can't make out a specific face it just looks like people you know of and it's it's like the trippiest Ooh, art thing ever what the fuck yeah that sounds weird and, and, and you know how people like how the how like that one theory i don't i'm not big on it but like how like celebrities are just people that are like being remade and whatnot how they're not actual mm-hmm. people they're just kind of being people like remastered and whatnot like mm-hmm. that crazy theory so like uh, he was probably in on like that like whack thing, just like w- what it was about. Well, they they the thing is is that it's more like there's a lot of weird stuff about Epstein and the island and the yeah. fucking express, and he had three planes, he had a whole, he had a fucking <coughs> Cessna, a private jet, and a real Boeing fucking a uh, passenger plane. Yeah, like a real hundreds of people jet airline. Yeah, and. Um, you know, he had a house in New York, the famous mansion on a millionaire's row in, in New York. He had a house in Miami and he had an island. And it's just like, it, it's really sad that it turned into a meme. Rather than a social awakening, like, oh, an awakening, oh, th- this, literally. Yeah. It had so much potential when to you go, be. When you go down the rabbit hole of like Jeffrey Epstein type characters, a lot of countries actually have had Jeffrey Epsteins. This is actually not a new thing. Almost, uh, it really does seem when you start uncovering a lot of this, when you start looking into all these cases of missing kids and this goes across different countries and these scandals with the rich and powerful with either raping or torturing them and the government hiding it up, hiding it and somehow being involved in like a tel- intelligence op for blackmail. Right. There was one, there was like an identical Jeffrey Epstein case in Belgium and they rioted. They like 300,000 people showed up to the Capitol the next day because they felt it was a gov- government cover up. And they were like, do something about this? Yes. And here we go, oh, uh, he didn't kill himself. That's so funny. Let's make a <laughs> meme about it. It's Hillary like, hey, guys. Hey, um, we're guilty of that. An ex-president was seen on this plane. Oh, the guy who leaked the black book. It's like Courtney Love is on that book. You know what I mean? Like fucking huge politicians, huge financial. Yeah, vi- they go after Maxwell. And I'm like, dude, go after all the people that she's like connected to all the politicians yeah. that are they, still they get a sweetheart deal and they're 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 not allowed to fucking drop the names because they're all in on it because what happens is that they get arrested and you know the fucking whoever's prosecuting you know gets a knock on their door and it's the men in black do you ever notice though that like different parts of our government are working against each other and that's why i feel like it's definitely bound to collapse and we're about to just realize that like oh we we're un- we're unorganized we need to realize that local governors need to be on the same page about, you know, what the best thing is. We need to stop making up lies about other forms of government yes. because we're scared of it or because of profit and whatnot. That needs to be, like, made top priority of, like, a immoral thing to, like, lie. But, here, oh, yeah, yeah, but here's the here, – you're right, but this is the – but what you did, man. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but the issue is um, what people – okay – if Donald Trump was much smarter, and I don't, and if Donald Trump wasn't in 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 it for himself as much as I believe he was, what you're saying is true, and it's very it's a very dangerous situation to be in. And let me tell you why. And you're right; it will collapse. And Donald Trump wasn't wrong. There really is a swamp, and it's full 
of little swamp, heads. swamp people, but he didn't drain it because he's in that fucking swamp. Yes. And, uh, but this is the issue. When there is a deep state and it starts becoming unorganized and it starts becoming breaking apart and warring with each other, what happens is that somebody comes in who wants to start involving their family in the government, which Trump did. Yeah. Now, though, I don't think he was positioning himself to be the almighty God emperor of America. He was setting up his family too, maybe. But maybe to be make money. Yes, I do think. Yeah, and that's not good. But it's been proved. It kind of we do see that people who want to take a fascist level of takeover or totalitarian state, um, involving your powerful family into your affairs is a surefire way to replace the old deep state with an even deeper state that is connected by blood ties, which then wraps people in, in a lot more secrecy than just making money. Now you have an, you have a dynasty in a sense. Yes. And that's where we're headed. And that's what people don't understand that we're dangerously on the brink of, I literally got a text in our break about voting for superintendent and how the person running against running for superintendent called the superintendent that we have right now a socialist. And it's like, buddy, when we start politicizing everything, we're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> we're on our way. Like, it's going to happen. Because then people are going to identify the buzz terms and identify what people are yeah. unnecessarily freaking out about. Eventually, the, tr- the truth is going to you know, reach surface level enough because it already has. Like People on mainstream media are already like on the fence, at least, about socialism, mm-hmm. which is good enough. And I, I, socialism, just like capitalism, can be taken advantage of. Yes, but here's the problem. Like, if, we're, if this country's on the fence about socialism, it takes one good war to be on the fence about fascism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. Like that's what it's gonna be. It's like we're on the precipice of multiple futures here. We're it, like, I, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. But it's a giant. I think there's a giant turning that's coming, uh, and I don't know when or how soon. But I feel like at some point there's going all of the, all of the, um, the blood that's on the hands of the United States is just gathering at this one at at a, at a giant dam in a river. And I feel like at some point that dam is going to break and just drown us all in like, you know, information and in, you know, revelations. I'm waiting for a guy of, of to like. what our con- country has done. Everyone's waiting you know? for the yeah. guy. Everyone's yeah. waiting for the guy. For the guy to yep. like just let it all out. Like, I don't know. I'm waiting for another is, anonymous, this country, another anonymous this hack to just let it all out. I know, a real this country's one. Too f- oh, you mean like that? I'm like, I mean, I think a lot of people are waiting for like a guy to be the one who's like like going to well the one that will eventually be assassinated but exactly you know, i don't really think it's riled be up guy. i unless it's sad it, it's gonna be that guy and they're gonna be a tiktok and then they're gonna get assassinated could That's edward could edward be. snowden like have TikToker. have you guys watched the movie snowden no i need to it's interesting because it's a cia plant you know that I'm fucking <laughs> it's an interesting movie because it as much as it's as much as it's accurate, you know, to the extent that it's accurate, uh, it really details the a level of sacrifice somebody in his kind of position has to make. And uh, by that I mean, you know, you look at 
the decision somebody has to come to to be like, I'm going to be the one who exposes something. You really have to believe in it. You know, he really had to believe like he was doing the right thing. And as much as we look at that and go, of course it was the right thing. Like in his position back then, it was back like, then people, kind of the wrong thing. Back then, it was the wrong eyes. thing. So he was a soldier. Like, them. They yeah. hated him. Dude, yeah. Republicans hated Snowden, mm-hmm. and they hated um, liberals for defending him because they were like, they thought that, oh, you're whistleblowing after 9 11. That's how it was. It's like, you're a whistleblower against the greatest government in the world. We're fighting terrorism. And it was like, yeah. All right. Sure. So which part, what part of that made it okay? Oh, okay. I see that the two magic towers fell down, which by the way, you probably knew about. Um, but also, also what part of that then goes, we can sign away all our rights. Like which part, you know what I mean? Like I get, I know what you're saying, but it's like, mm-hmm. dude, the fact that people like let it go, like they really let it they, in the name of like, Feeling more safe, but even not even getting more safe, just feeling more safe. Like even when we think about like guns, like there was a point in this history where uh, assault rifles were banned. I don't think assault rifles are gonna get banned. I think they might be temporarily banned again. Yeah, exactly. But but I think there would be another protest like there was because I I I've heard of what you're talking about where there was a temporary ban and then people were like hell no. But I mean like how did people not react in the way that it's like oh you put a temp temporary ban on guns it's like okay how about we only temporarily spy on everybody in the united states like can we be done now (laughs) yeah like can we be done because hey by the way all the spying you're doing doesn't seem to be helping because every time there's a shooting the next article is oh also the fbi knew (laughs) yeah they were watching him every step of the way your guys is that is normally the ones that need to be investigated not us normal dudes also that shooter was one of your guys (laughs) (laughs) Also, you, you, we, we saw you. You gave him the gun. (laughs) But like, there's tons of shit like that. Like, what, like the recent one with the in Boulder, Colorado, and in Parkland, in Florida. Um, both cases, the FBI knew had both of them on list. They knew that they were they were suspect targets that were planning on uh, committing a very heinous act against people in public, and they didn't move on it. And there's also a lot of books and writings about how. The FBI is actually um, sometimes every step of the way with some of these terrorists, uh, not just terrorists, but people who are about to do terrorists, uh, whatever, extremists, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, who who they will go all the way to getting them the material to make the bomb, practically making the bomb for them. But the moment that they pull up to school, that's when they arrest them. Like really weird stuff like that. They'll take it all the way to the last minute. They're there every step of the way. There's so many honeypots. There's so much. They have such a big network. They know actually what every bad person is doing all the time. Mm-hmm. But when one slips through and they're like, oh, yeah, we knew. It's like, really? Then what's the point? You were saying, sorry. You were going to say? Um, Something about... It's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, the, 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 the protests in the summer, uh, how many people just kind of blew off the evidence that it was the police that like left bricks lying out for protesters yeah. like and, and like unmarked yeah. like maybe fbi or some undercover military government operatives that have been like leaving like glass mm. bottles and like alcohol mm. out for like the protesters and it's like why would they do that oh so it's that on the media the next day they can betray them like this yeah right. no it's it's very evident right. that um 
Uh, it's been used before. Well, they don't even need the protesters to pick up the bricks. They'll send in people their own to do it themselves. Exactly. They don't even. If need nobody the, picks up the bricks, they'll just have a guy run in there and they'll use the bricks. There is they'll plenty of evidence. Uh, one being involving Delta Force, uh, which is part of the army, of sending in provocateurs who work for the government are trained by the government to stir up a protest to make it go from it's a it's a common tactic that's they used a, they use it psychologically it's not just psychologically but it's really used in a lot of specifically totalitarian states mm-hmm. i mean it's it was used in uh if you ever look up there's a great documentary called winter on fire which is the what was the civil war in ukraine which is a documentary on that it's a amazing documentary but in that, they talk about how they're protesting. They're like, we're, we're just standing there, and all of a sudden, these like six guys in all black come out of nowhere, and they just start beating on cops. No, they, then, they get inside like a giant construction vehicle and push down the cement roadblocks into the police, and then the police come and beat the fuck out of like yeah, hundreds of people. like doing it on just per- like pretending. They just push down the police line, yeah. and those people disappeared. They disappeared right after they did yeah, that. Yeah, that happens you know. all the time. Yeah, and when protests. the stuff in the summertime, like there was one when the when the... In L.A., when the police car got on fire and the people were breaking down the video, how there's like these three people dressed in all black, perfectly working together, disappearing into the crowds at perfect times and making yep. themselves look like multiple people. And it is just the same pe- three people over and over. Yeah. They had the Molotovs ready. They had the lighter fluid ready. They had the lighters ready. They all like they all follow the same. Like, look, I get that. I, I know there's blame. I know there's blame. Like, obviously, there's there was more clearly uh, there in some of these protests, even ones that didn't even involve this summer, but like even against Donald Trump or just, you know, liberal, the liberal, the Trumpers versus like Antifa, the libs. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, they go off and like there is some there is some stuff that Antifa does that doesn't need uh, government. uh provocateurs to make worse you know like i i get that there's also like a spectrum on this but when it came to a lot of the stuff in the summertime with all these protests all over the country it was very evident with people pro- like you could definitely just see like yeah oh there was just a pallet of bricks left here and it's like well who do you think's doing that like do you really think that it's it's the city doing it it's or it's the government it's government entities it's it's somebody goes hey you know, in reality, Donald Trump goes, hey, we need this to look one way. And then the CIA goes, and the CIA, which works for Donald which some part of it works for Donald Trump, goes, okay. And then they make it happen. They yeah. go, if that means leaving a pallet of bricks in the middle where all the protesters or are starting be, a fire. If that means starting a fire, that means, you know, uh, dressing up in all black and being the ones to provide the police. But then even stuff like... Then even the stuff that you didn't that you saw where they didn't even need provocateurs where the police shoved that like seventy two year old down and his fucking head busted open and yeah. they just walk all over him and it's like and none of those cops get charged. It's like, what was that guy doing? What do you think he was gonna pull out a fucking the dude like, RPG out yeah, of his you back thought he was gonna yeah, start the stabbing fuck? the dude could barely walk. It's like he, he's like he's like fucking barely moving shaking, like barely able to lift his arms up to be like, Peace, don't hurt me. Right. <laughs> Falls down. Here's a big problem, though, is that these provo- these provocateurs that create a, a uh, violent image of whatever movement they're they're like you know jumping into and manipulating. Um, it's not that they just create a false image of them on the me- in the media the following day or for the following weeks. 
is they it either overplays or or usually overplays the actual attitude of the movement that's engaging in that riot. Which is majority peaceful. Which is usually the majority peaceful, but it makes it look like whatever real anger is a part of the movement, say like the BLM movement, whatever real justified anger is part of that movement, it makes it look like it's out of control. It makes it look yes. like it's it's unjustifiable or that it's yes. or that it's heinous. When exactly. in fact like it's, they took it too far. Like or, right. they were gonna be when, in the right, but then they just got too racist. angry. When in and, fact it's 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 being it's being provoked so that it yeah. looks like it's and people that were, it's just like like vicious. Rather rather like it's actually a yeah it's a like response the pro- to a fucked up system. Yeah, you know? it's like at the it's like at the protests. These police show up with like shields, batons, sometimes even like guns, grenade launchers, and whatnot. And mm-hmm. yeah, they have rubber bullets and gas cans in them. But nonetheless, you show up with guns. And these some other of those people snipers have are loaded. Some yeah, of those some of them are snipers with real bullets. Things. Those are real. They're ready yeah. to go. And everyone else has like plastic water bottles like garbage can lids and like gas masks yeah. and it's like you really promise. expect the other people to like be like we surrender and it's like no you guys are not only the way more like armed or ar- armored up people but like you guys are also the ones that messed up in the first place apologize yeah how about yeah. like do just something a, how about some other justice put on a strong, system mm-hmm. or it's like uh don't put on a strong man face and try scaring us that's shitty something that like races of just straight up ignorant people go they're like well they're just they're just burning down their own community. And it's like, well, maybe they don't feel connected to the community. Maybe they don't feel like the community gives back to them. Maybe the target or the... I remember people were like so mad about like the target and the auto zone burning down. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe because where you live, you feel like the community has given you something. That you feel like the opportunities around you have been given to you and you feel like not burning down your community is your way of giving back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe these people feel like the schools that in their community don't do anything for them. Maybe they feel like any mm-hmm. sort of assistance yeah. that has been given to them has been, or, or any sort of political promise has always been wrapped around like some sort of racist tall tale in a mm-hmm. sense, right? Right. It's and like people can't, back later on. can't step back and be like, well, maybe they don't feel like they're part of this country. No. Maybe because they weren't originally from this country or maybe because they were dragged maybe because they were dragged to this country and literally only three people ago this country is only three people old right you have families here you have you have african-american families here whose grandma or even uh, even not even as far back whose parents have the last name still of the original the slave owner it's just like they don't, these people don't even have their original names. They don't even have their original, they have no connection to an original culture mm-hmm. and any bit that they have has been taken from them. And then you go, well, why don't, why are they burning down their own community? And it's like, well, maybe because the community and the, what the, that community exists in the country that has done nothing but set up roadblocks. And then the community that that country set them up in is one that's just completely setting them up for failure. Yeah, those those like, stores and those be and those surprise. Right, like, it's yeah. ridiculous. When it's being when those stores and those in those schools and those buildings and those, you know, the, all the everything they see in their in their environment is just a reflection of what has what has been taken away. 
Hey, but hey, you but know. then you know, hey, but then on the news the next day they see a black guy kill a white person. They go, "That's why you know we don't care." That's what those people go. They just, and that's why I don't care. The, the news, that's a tragedy. The news tragedy. is the most is the most neutralist, non-neutral. They're the most neutralist instigators I've ever seen. Yeah, they're they're neutral until it benefits them, it's just, and then it's like, all right, time to be the most vocal activist person right. that ever have been. Time to jump on the band. They're the biggest bandwagoners ever. But I don't know. Do you have anything to say? Anything to say? What are we going to do? What's going on? What are we going to do? Um, I think the sooner that everyone makes unification, not one world order, but unification, you know, globally, unification make makes that like the priority, then uh, uh, hopefully though there will be like less wars and less less need to be butting heads with each other like we can debate we can disagree we can figure out like uh, we can have like some small sacrifices but when we're exploiting people to the point of where they're starving or to the where they have like nothing but like a, a, a job inside of a factory or a life inside of a factory um yeah that, that, that's one or life inside of a prison or life inside of a prison yeah the, the incarceration Unfairly. system is just in, incredibly horrible and um it's only benefiting our government right now but it's yes. taking away a lot from us people because i mean one they're literally taking us away and putting us in their own little like little job slave camps it'd be great if this country woke up and started being the country that i think it is <laughs> it'd be cool if we were stop lying to ourselves yeah it'd be cool if it, we took some acid to look in the mirror really i mean if this people started pretending that this this was really what it is and started trying to be the country that we think it is things would be much better however on the way there the normal people might have to do some dastardly things to certain people that might deserve it <laughs> and that may never come because the bubble the 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 pod that that jeff bezos is currently working on in his ai dungeon might make it a little hard for us to like reach inside of his little suit and try eating him. yeah yeah listen listen rich we don't want to eat you we would love if you would join us and help us get the world back to where it needs to be but if you're going to be always working against us you're better for dinner than you are for our well-being <laughs> yeah if you if you could just stop caring about like weird bloodline dynasties and yeah. like having your stealing sons kids. be like the next rulers, like why is everyone obsessed yeah. with setting their kids up? Yet you preach working a life that's hard and worthwhile. Like doesn't that mean your kids need to work while too? Like it's ironic. You can't just give them no, the kingdom given. and the keys. They are given the kingdom, but they, they don't really deserve are. those they keys. Really no, are. they don't. I think every kid that has ever been given something like that has always done something worse than what would then been they have become the yeah. president and then it's called George Bush senior <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they never learned the value of the thing they inherited because they didn't work for and it the bombs no. that went off they didn't care about yeah. the plane that hit the building <laughs> they walked it off they walked it, it off it, hey it is we live in a country where everyone's just like it is what it is <laughs> right it's what it it hey as long as long as when the country opens up the red robin is still there you go to red robin no but they do <laughs> they do who's they oh no you're right they do it is why'd you look at me when you said they 
looking. No, I was being funny. Being like, what do you think I am? I don't, I don't know. As long as Chili's and TikTok are in full swing, it is what it is. As long as Trump is running in 2024, it will be as it shall be. Now, that would be hilarious. I Don't saw a, there's merch for that. I'm, I saw a old nice. guy He's wearing merch for die. that. Joe Biden's I know. I really hope he has like an aneurysm and a stroke and a heart neither attack all them, at once. Neither of them are making it to 2024. <laughs> They're both dying. Joe Biden's not making see, it to 2024. I've, I've heard Trump is not making it to 24. I really hope they don't start smoking weed now because <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's got like crazy CBD. He's just like <laughs> He's just so, I've got mega like, weed. Trump's, Trump's got, like He's like, I took this from the CIA before I left. It's got androchrome in it or whatever. It's adrenochrome. Donald Trump is not with us anymore. They put adrenochrome in his weed. The adrenochrome dank cart. Trump's like, I only do carts. I only do the adrenochrome. I only do Kelly's. I'm not a fan of California, but Kelly adrenochrome. They hit up my boy Brian. He's got adrenochrome carts on deck. They're putting adrenochrome in his carts. I hit up my buddy Epstein. Jeff. Epstein carts. Well, it was a pleasure to talk to you. I'm sure it would have been a pleasure to talk to me, too. Kate goes at this guy. It's an honor having you here. Where can we find you, man? Where can we find you? Um, just on, uh, social media. I, I hide everywhere else. So like, if you try looking for me, it, good luck. What's you got? What's the name? Uh, Curly Harp Smith on pretty much all social media platforms. Just Curly? Curly Harp. Harp Smith. Smith. And you numbers? got Instagram, TikTok. No, no uh, un, uh, uh, underscores, I don't think. I think if you just type it out, it should just come up. Sure. And they'll see you. They will see my face. And we'll link it. We'll link it oh, really? down below. Yeah, we put it yeah. in the, that's in the bio. That's pretty nice. I hope people have enjoyed this conversation. I hope, you know, we, 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 we've we had fun twice now. And you've had a privilege yeah. more than everyone else who's been on this podcast. I feel special. And it feels it feels nice that I was able to talk to you guys longer than anyone else. I got to see more of you. I was very yeah. upset Me when too. the podcast didn't work because I was worried about messaging you. I was like, fuck. Like, I He's felt like I wasted all. I felt like I wasted so much time. I was like. What if this one didn't work though? Would you be upset then? I would be a little upset. Um, like angry. Only because there's no, not angry. But like sad. Is it messed up? <laughs> no, it, it looks good. Yeah. No, yeah. last time when I like looked at the waves, I they was were like, huge. Yeah, it, mine was like normal, and the other ones were really big, and I was like, that's not usually what happens here. Uh, but these have been pretty normal. I, I I think it's fine. Again, very. If it's not fine, we're putting it out. Be like you just get to like deal with it or what? But I they it's fine. If there was reverb, they would be much bigger. But hey, this was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm we, glad that we got to do this a second time, and I hope we can do it a third, bro. It'd be fun. We will. Um, it'd be fun to have you on here with somebody else. That'd be cool. somebody that you don't I'm, know. I, yeah, I'm not really interesting enough to just talk to just me. So normally you do need it. Like <laughs> no, I know. I'm just like all shitting yeah. on myself. But the four all person it would be are way fun. more interesting for having like a, a four people group of people talking over each other. It'll happen this year. We'll plan it out. Well, we need to have we need to we need to buy a fourth pair of headphones. Yeah, I could just bring mine. No, I I know, but we need to have like we should oh. have four. Oh yeah, so yeah. that we can like. Even, I like having four people. At first, I was like, I like 
it'd be fun if the guest podcast could be as big as they could be in a sense of like we always hit four every time so like guest podcast it's like with if it's one guest it's jared me abby and the guest yeah and then if sometimes if the guest is like i want to bring a second person it's just the two guests and then jared and me who would you want to bring for a second person if i don't know we're gonna have someone um, i don't know you think I want to have I don't, I don't know depends we, we're still trying to figure out who's all around here you know there's yeah. a lot of Who we, we, we find new people every some day doubles planned yeah we have um, like Ethan Davies and Tyler Rutho there's a two, two like rapper and then we have here. then we have Evan and Jeremiah Evan and, and Jeremiah like that. come on we got um, I, I want I we're, there's a few people we have in mind that we're gonna reach out to that we're pretty confident will come on um, again, we were talking about the other band I ran into the day that I, I took their card and they said, just send a message and we'll plan a time. Uh, there's also some people in the creative space that I would like to do. I'd like to mm. do some adults just to maybe see what that's like. Because Am I considered an adult? No. Because you're, you're our like age. Us. Yeah. I'm talking about like a 30-year-old. Yeah. I want a 30. It'd be like, like I, a I, millennial. Because that, that might be hard. <laughs> 30 year old yeah, might, might be hard. And I, I like, we couldn't do the shit we just They're did. Rare. Oh, we, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just we would try. Like, but... Shut up. Yeah, like the, when the planes hit the building, and they were like, I remember that. <laughs> we're like, like, I never. I like, I was a I, junior in high school. <laughs> I was like, I don't. I, I was four years old. I was, no, I was one. I was less than one. I was like, I you was were just born. born. No, I was just born. <laughs> I was still crawling out of my mom's vagina. <laughs> Like wait, when's your birthday? October. Don't say it. Why not? That's weird. Just the day. Just another the year. October thirtieth, two thousand one. What's wrong with saying my birthday? Oh, no, we don't need all the information out there. Well, my address is eighty. <laughs> I think he gave us part of a real address. It's my address. What's your sign? <laughs> <laughs> it's hey. nine. That's my mom's address. Stop it! <laughs> I don't live with her anymore. So if that if they get hit, I'm I'm sorry, but they got hit. Who do you think listens to this show? Hit? I don't know. Like you whacked? guys scare me. Do we? We do great talk about some yeah, weird stuff. I'm kind of. You guys sometimes. look like you're on meth, but like do not want to talk about it. Do you ever? Have you listened to any other po- to any other other podcasts that we've I've done? I've never. Oh, any other podcast? Yeah, I've listened. I've listened to your clips on Instagram. That's fair enough. If that's your reference material, them? I'm sorry. Were I, they okay? I, 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 Ugh, that was a big one. I wonder if the, I wonder if the microphone caught that. I thought you burped, but yeah, then your I mouth did didn't move. So then I realized that it's your butt that did that <laughs> and, and noise. And now people have context of what just happened. Everybody so. left five minutes ago. <laughs> I don't think we left five minutes ago. ago. I don't think it was five minutes it was ago. Two hours. The last viewer left five minutes oh. ago. <laughs> um, the next one will be... I don't Even know. I, don't, I still don't think anyone likes our podcast. Actually, I know that some people do like our podcast. I just want, I just want a nice little community, uh, of people who like to hear our voices, and I like to bring guests on, so we can have a nice time like this. I want to do a drunk podcast. I mean, if I could spend the night, I'll do that. That would be fun. It'll happen. Crash on your floor or something, or like set up like a couple. There's of a bed, but I want you someone who's gonna go I like the beanbag idea. But you gotta be. The, you have to. You're. You gotta be like the chill side of it. Like we need a wild. Like, but oh, that'd be kind of dangerous. If no, I'm actually every person. time someone gets drunk with me, I'm always the chillest drunk person. Like they're the one who's crying. I'm like. Yeah, you'll get through it. <laughs> but we, we need an animal, though. We want an animal. Like, we need somebody who's bigger than us. For you to be like perfect compliments. I mean, 
I can be an animal if you give me some ketamine. But like, <laughs> Interesting. We gotta find a guy to give. Me I some do have ketamine. a plug. Man has plans. <laughs> no, I don't. We don't know anybody. Well, no, we do. If we do a drone cast, yeah, we know who we're. There is. We, we already know. have. And we have the plan for the first drone cast. If we are gonna do a couple for the of for the real drone cast. The real drone cast. We Can are, we? Should we say it? No, because no. they don't even know they're gonna be on. No, they do. Can they you do. I told to them. Really. They they brought it up. Oh, it's Ethan Davies and Tyler Ruth though. And There's the first trunk. Dirty. It's it's gonna, gonna be, be fucking. Are those the guys dude, from? No, they're they're rappers, but they're fucking they're fucking they're so they're fun. I haven't seen Tyler in a long time. Yeah. I, oh, wait, I think I played with them at uh, Logan's house. No. no. You would have no. Played with them? They don't play instruments. I think one of them plays the drums sometimes, but the other one raps, and the other one was rapping like while I was playing like rock music like i was playing like a black sabbath riff it's possible does he have because trent like not dreads what what's it called when you have like very short oh consistent it, dreads it is yeah it's trent okay yeah whatever yeah, that he hairstyle lives over there is. yeah that's a weird why should i knew more about like <laughs> black person's hair <laughs> We like to say thank you for tuning in. This is Kate Kozak. Say say hello, Kate. Thank you for having. Goodbye. I would love to learn more about black people's hair. Thank you, everybody. Salute. <laughs> <laughs>